I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig girl. Like boom, sick kombucha for your womb. So we're back. We're back again. Welcome back to It Gals Podcast. This is Jenny. And this is Lindsay. I know okay. we kind of sound alike, but a lot of our listeners are now kind of, I think, getting used to the differences in our accents, which yeah. is cool. And, which is deadly, because I remember the first, when I started listening to, I mentioned it last week, Guys We Fucked, or loads of episodes, or loads of podcasts, <clears throat> should I say, where there's two hosts. And when you f- first start listening, it's so hard to keep track of who's who, even though... If they have similar accents. But even if they don't, like, it actually is kind of, because they don't always say who they are, and you're kind of like, uh, you're kind of mm, getting used to yeah. two voices. So, this is Jenny. And I'm Lindsay. <laughs> So I am Lindsay. Hello, I'm kind of putting on a fake accent to try and push it. It's so like feminist advert. I am Jenny. Feminist. I am Lindsay. I am no more, no less. This is my story. (laughs) I am woman. I am her. I am no one. The woman walking down the street. (laughs) (laughs) So we we're back. I hope you enjoyed the Sex and City episode because it was fucking girls. Yeah, loads of people. Thank you so much for all your um. Respondings. Yeah. Responses. Oh, I, belie- I, I believe. I believe it is responses. Okay. We are chilling out. We're in Lindsay's gaff. We are um, necking outsider. We've just been on Insta twerking in front of the mirror as per usual, and here we are us. back to work and back to recording back a really <laughs> serious podcast. Another serious podcast for yeah. you, ladies. So go. Actually, yeah. If you haven't followed us, go follow us on Instagram. It's it girls podcast everywhere. Instagram, um, Tumblr, and if you want to hit us up with an email, you go on our Gmail at gaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you gmail.com. want to, and if you want to ask us an anonymous question, which we are loving responding to on them, Tumblr. they are fucking interesting. Yes. Um, on Tumblr. Yeah, because we, no one knows. That's what's just so amazing. I always love that, love that about the Tumblr. Tumblr. That so if you guys like don't, yeah. we have you, to go to the guards to try and find it. Well, even, I mean, like, if you guys don't they know, wouldn't give a fuck. On Tumblr, like, if you don't have a Tumblr account, and even if you do, you can click anonymous. We obviously always got loads of emails, but, like, the thing is, is sometimes people, which I get, are like, okay, I'm sending you an email, but is it anonymous? Because you're seeing my name, blah, blah, blah. On Tumblr, it's, it just literally just comes in, anonymous asked, anonymous asked. It could be the same fucking, I could be asking myself questions. Like, yeah, you know. true. So that's itgalspodcast.tumblr.com, but Lindsay... What we talking about? Speaking about social media, something happened this week on my social media, which wasn't a big deal, was one reply, and I went and rolled with it. But mm-hmm. I thought it'd be a deadly thing for us to talk about, because it's very of the now, and it's just an interesting topic. What is it, Biatch? So I tweeted, I was actually, backstory, I was on the Lewis mm-hmm. going to work, scrolling through 
Instagram as you do, as you do. A nice little hobby. Having a little strolly wonly. And obviously it was Kylie Jenner's 20th birthday this week. Happy beer day. Beer. <laughs> I was gonna, happy cider I was going to say happy BJ. And then I was like, that's a blowjob. Oh, happy BJ. Well, happy we are so happy, happy that you're 20, honey. Finally. Literally. Very like, scary that like she's 20. Only 20, there. though. That's mental. I know. She literally looks 25. So... In a good way. So I was literally scrolling, 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 and then I she released all these pictures, typical like Kardashian Jenner. Like, of course, she has a stunning uh, fucking photo shoot for her birthday to release <laughs> on Instagram, like yeah. hilarious. And I was like, whoa! And her tits looked massive, but they looked unreal. Like, I was literally like, they are fucking good fake boobs. I don't follow her anyway. So I was yeah. So anyway, she did. These, so I'm just listening. Her, her boobs look massive, right? And to coincide, which I hadn't told you about earlier. I was reading this article in The Guardian or one of those magazines. When Michael cooks me breakfast, I read the magazines in his house. And it's, they, he usually has like, you know, trillet. You know those like Sunday times, they have the fashion mag. Mm-hmm. And it's always like, like ve- very English. No, it's like very posh English woman. And they had this uh, article all about this feckin', oh, it sounded unreal to be honest. This plastic surgeon who does these like bespoke augmentation to your body <laughs> like he does like small knee liposuction and like it's like before your holiday like little little tidbits just to make you look fucking unreal like little like you know tiny bit of fat injected into your cheeks just to make mm, or like a small bit of lipo under the jaw oh. and it, he's all about these little little bits and one of the, his speciality is boob jobs where he does made to measure implants he literally measures your entire tit and like they construct these implants. They're not just like the uh, shove yeah. it in. They're mm. like made for your the shape of the breast that you want. Yeah. And when I was looking at Kylie, oh, Taylor that. tits. Basically, Taylor tits. Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> if only she had them. <laughs> <laughs> but I was literally looking at Kylie Jenner, and I was like, she. It looks like she had them, right? And then I went on Twitter and I tweeted, and I was like, the only reason that people are fucking hating on Kylie Jenner's goddamn boob job is because they are. Perf, like people are grand with Pamela Anderson nineties boob jobs. They're like, that's a boob job, grand. We'll or move. Tara Reid. We'll move on. Yeah. Tara Reid, grand. We'll move on. When they're beautiful and natural, people have a problem. And then someone tweeted me back. Don't know who she was, and she was like, or because of the fact that she's mutilated her body before she stopped developing, and she's yet to admit it. And I was like. Well, I actually tweeted her back and I was like, it's her body and it's her business. Why are you getting mad Same about it? Same woman is probably at the Repeal the Eight Marches being like, her body, her choice. Yeah. Like, mutilating is... Maybe her, she probably is. And she has. Like, I mean, for a 20-year-old woman, I have to say... She's it's, gone It far. is quite scary yeah, how she, she looks. Yeah, she has. But at the but same it's time... But it's, it is her face, her body. And it's also she like... She wants to pump it full of stuff. That's I just her find it mad deal. when people have this, like... You know, they're using these words like, she's mutilating her. It's like as if she's mutilating every 20-year-old in goddamn yeah. California. It's but like, then they'll use that, her kind of fame and stuff and her kind of influence to be like she is... By her doing that, she's influencing young women to want to do that themselves. Yeah. But again, I mean, there's been... Pla- like, I could just be looking back at, like you said, Pamela Anderson. Yeah. What annoys me about a tweet like that... And I remember, like, do you remember years ago before Kylie Jenner had admitted that she had got lip fillers? The obsession. Oh, when it was will constant she admit it? in the media, like, Kylie Jenner with 
strangely, surprisingly plump and then always the before picture and everyone just frantic being like, why, why, it's not possible that it's lip liner. Mm. Why do you give a bollock? It's the same, like, and it's just on this huge big scale now. It's the same with the influencers, like, we were speaking of before, like, I mean, if an influencer is photographed in a candid photo looking slimmer than her Instagram Mm. picture, it's like, the liar, she's putting out this image of this false image. So are you, Glenda, with your little filter on your profi picky. Yeah, but everyone is, and it's like, okay, so I remember, like, it's just gone, as you said, it's gone to a different level because, like, people now are like, it's like they've forgotten that when you and I were growing up, like, in the late 90s and early 2000s, I remember, like, did like people only remember arses now. Tits were the fucking tits are coming back, but tits were big when we were smaller. And I remember like, and they were big fake tits. Like they, there was that nineties porn yeah. star look. There was like, not like Posh Spice got them exactly. Posh Spice, anyone. I mean, Ginger Spice got yeah. them too. I love everyone. Too they were unreal. Um, they were like fake tits. Yeah, like like in same your face. Tara Reid. Like they all got these massive big boobs. And it was this whole thing, and they were really in fashion. Like, all of the Playboy housemates had them. I think everyone had them. Mm. Everyone on TV, everyone had a fucking boob job. And people were kind of going on about it then, but, like, if this if this narrative that, you know, these kind of people are portraying is true, I would have a boob job. You would have a boob job. Everyone have a boob job. Because when I was growing up, boob jobs were the norm. Everyone mm. had fucking boob jobs. It was shoved in your face that boob jobs are hot and you want to have a boob job. Yeah, I know, and it was those I, unattainable tits. They were like under your neck, yeah. so pert, never wearing a bra, pointy as fuck nipples. Yeah. I literally know one girl with a boob job. Who's I, my age. I know one I know girl. a friend's mum. Yeah, and it's like, okay, I'll, I'm like, to be honest, me, I'm like pro, do whatever the fuck you want with yourself. I don't give a shit. But I hate the blame of like, you're portraying an ideal okay sit down if you're concerned about your daughters or your sisters or your nieces or whatever the fuck the the their thought process comes from the home i think like their thought process doesn't come from rihanna or tyra reed it comes from your mom or your dad or whoever sitting you down and telling you what's important in life i think it more so comes from just the individual yeah because like i mean we i have um there's four in my family, like, there's four kids. And we've all grown up differently. We all like different things. We aspire to be different things. We're similar in some ways. But you know the way, like, each individual... Like, someone could get really obsessed with Rihanna. Mm. Like, you you see those people on This Morning being like, this man has spent £500,000 to look like <laughs> yeah. Justin Bieber. And then yeah. this mangled, like, burn victim kind of looking fella comes on and he does not look like Justin Bieber at all. But, like... It's the same old shit that's been happening on the internet for so long, the past, I don't know how long, but for ages, it's just this, it's like, what's in now online is to scaremonger. Mm. And just basically sit at home on your laptop and talk absolute bollocks. Yeah. Like, she's influencing this. Where is any fact, like you were saying, like Pamela Anderson was thrust onto her screens and like every fella that I knew had a Pamela Anderson or a Jodie Marsh or Jordan poster on their wall. They obviously thought that was the hottest thing. Did I go out and get freaking black and white extensions, a big tit job, and go out wearing a belt as a skirt? Yeah. I mean, yes, I probably wear a belt as a skirt, but, like, 
that's about you know like I was yeah. not influenced by that at all and also they're and not no going, one I know and they like weren't you were rejecting girls who didn't look like Jodie fucking Marsh so it's like there is like a different level of these things you know people are like I know men feel that that's the type of woman they should be attaining for I know loads of dudes in Dublin who are just like oh no I, I don't like that look like people it's individual taste is very different to what's going on on the internet but also most guys that I would know and looking back at their like previous relationships they're very different women mm. like sometimes you'd see a guy who randomly goes for the same girl over and over mm. just slightly different but most guys like they'll go out with a plumper girl with a woman with big boobs with a really like shy girl you know they yeah. like there's loads of, there's different disparities as you said mm. like there's shyness and then outgoing two of them might have big tits but they're very different people like yeah. it's also very reductive like people talk about like how it's damaging to women but like these feminists also would it, that's very reductive to women it's saying that you're basically just your body parts it's basically saying like well you know men only go for women with big tits so stop having the big tits I could have I have a big arse mm. another girl over there could have a big arse I'm really outgoing she could be literally really shy we're very different people. and it also really really dumbs down women to make us feel that like we are basic sponges yeah. that like if I see something on telly Kylie Jenner on what her new show or whatever I'm going to see her see that she's kind of accepted and seen as beautiful and then want to do that and want get a to credit spend. union loan yes. to get your lips done like yeah like I mean <laughs> yes uh, lip fillers for example let's talk about that yeah lip so fillers. I've had lip fillers loads of people always ask I've had my lips done multiple times I wanted them way before fucking Kylie Jenner got them done and I have them very tastefully in my opinion done mm-hmm. you do not have to look like a fucking clown going around town with these inflated lips if that's your shit do it but people always think people have this idea of that like you know lip fillers are going to be these like massive lips and okay all that stuff. but I do want to say that you like a lot of women Kylie Jenner did her like I don't have lip fillers I'm not against them anyway I just I have big lips and yeah, I, I notice like people with big lips I don't think it suits them when they yeah, but you don't need them yeah, don't, like, I'm fine know. with my lips I overdraw with lip liner I'm fine with that but um there has been a huge surge she definitely has influenced the inflation oh 100 yeah like lip fillers of course but the same thing went with pamela anderson like i remember back in the day like boob jobs went up like 40 percent when pamela anderson was going around it's always going to influence it but and surgery's is, been around since the 50s marla monroe had a nose job come on it's been going yeah. on it's not an unusual and thing. it's just about it's trend. being wise with where you're going and yeah. you know that it's a good fucking place and, and know like that. that like you know exactly educate yourself and know that you're doing it for yourself and not doing it because of celebrity and also like if you're getting surgery because a celebrity has surgery you've probably got other I don't know maybe well I don't think like I don't think you are you have like kind of stuff going on if you like I mean if you're seeing Kylie Jenner on a regular basis on your Instagram and you're kind of thinking she's great you just you can soak up that image I do think you can you can but I, I would like I would tell people like if you're doing something because a celebrity looks a certain way and that's your only reason for doing it, I just feel like that's maybe not something that you should like invest a load of money in because I, I don't know. I just think like you- I don't think though we really do know. Like you can sit here in front of me and say, I wanted to get my lip fillers done before Kylie Jenner. Mm. But maybe like I'm sure her maybe she did in, like influence you a slight bit without you realizing. Like she did normalize them. She did, but, like, at the same time, like... I mean, there's no point in debating why I got I'm my just lips saying, on. No, no, I'm not debating right that. I'm just saying that it's okay to be influenced by stuff that's it going is. on. It is. I'm not saying... Like, it's I'm not, saying, like, like, terrible, but, I mean, if the only reason 
you're doing it. I'm not saying it's a, it makes you a bad person. I'm saying that like, just second guess yourself a bit. Be like, you know, it's a lot of money. You're not. It's not three euro to get something like this done. It's if you're getting it done in a reputable place, you're spending a lot of money, mm. and you know, you are also. As this girl says, which I will give her, as we said earlier, the whole, like, I know she's not mutilating, but you are changing the way you look. So it's not, you know, lip fillers are kind of like, you know, they can wear away, but like boob jobs and stuff like that, they're yeah. more permanent, okay? So you're another example. You're ch- and it's, it's, it's dangerous. You're going under anesthetic, blah, blah, blah. I get to a slight, um, I understand what the woman is maybe saying to a slight degree in that uh, she was saying like she hasn't developed yet mm, there's that's another true. big influencer at the moment is Jess from Love Island mm. now you didn't watch Love Island but um, she was only in for a little while she was only in for about a week I think and she was gorgeous looking girl like probably has lip fillers and nose job and that kind of stuff but she's really gorgeous and um, she left and now she's kind of become a full time influencer like mm. she's just selling shit oh, oh my god she every English, post. She? yeah she's English and she's in this clear fake relationship and stuff but she got her um, breast done I think when she was 20 or quite young mm. and the way her body developed when she was yeah. older they've totally kind of parted like mm. they kind of they look awful so she's getting yeah. them so it is just about being wise and she says they look awful I, don't, yeah. I actually didn't really I mean it, it's like, also it's so hard to tell because like okay so like for the likes of her who knows what type of boob job she got but like Kylie Jenner okay she's probably gone to the best surgeon ever the surgeon takes into if you're going to a good surgeon they'll take into account your age and shit because there are people who get true. you know if you've got a proper surgeon some surgeons just do like basically copy and paste boob jobs shove a double D and you're done but that's what I mean about like your money like you know Spend your money correctly. But the one, another thing to move on from like the whole like should we or shouldn't, because I do think that like. We'll probably have an episode about. Um, yeah, we are probably, we're kind of, of planning on doing stuff. a full episode. Because it's a really interesting topic. So interesting and, and yeah. very topical. Mm-hmm. But one thing about that tweet, I mean, I just think that per, like surgery or cosmetic enhancements or whatever else, it's very personal. Like it's like tattoos or piercings, right? Not it everyone is, yeah. likes it, but it doesn't mean that they're And it they're is bad. in human nature to want to you know yeah. experiment with your look yeah. like I mean you know, I just think there's no difference hair, in you... getting lip fillers or going on like slimming world like you're changing your appearance yeah. in the exact same way but anyway and one thing that on this tweet that I um, I think is more interesting is this whole like and she's never even admitted it or mm. owned up to it there's this as you said earlier this whole thing of like when is she gonna admit she's had the lip fillers it was painful non-stop Every comment under her photos, Kylie Jenner, this is obviously, this happens, like, Kylie Jenner is ginormous. Mm. She has, like, she's probably the third most followed person on Instagram, something massive like that. This is a side note. Her fucking makeup line in three years has sold $450 million worth of makeup. And in a year, she's on set to be a billion dollar company. Like, she's just ginormous. She's probably one of, I mean, she's almost eclipsing him. She's more relevant than Kim because Kim now Very is just true. like a mum kind of deadly she's doing. Kind of Kanye's. I love wife Kim. A little bit. Ah, I don't think so. I think she's doing her own shit, but like she's not really into that anymore. But Kim doesn't have. She's not as cool like Kylie Jenner's. It's cool. Whole curated yeah. Instagram she has a cool is like her thing. clothes and shit. Or like, yeah, you Kim know, is always amazing. Yeah, stuff. Kim's like thirty-five or whatever. She's yeah. like over that. And shit. she's still looking amazing, but she's just not like she's not down with the cool. cool. yeah. another way. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So obviously. Kylie's huge mm-hmm. so she's kind of untouchable in that regard and I'm sure she does get affected you know as any human yeah. would 
But when I see Irish influencers and I get messages and we get messages and it gals, people being like, did you see this photo that this influencer mm. put up? Oh my God, she doesn't look like that at all. How outrageous that she's kind of trying to promote this image of herself that is totally untrue. And I'm just so bored of it. What do you want from these people? Like they're influencers, they're yeah. Instagrammers. What, what do you want them to be you sat follow, at home yeah. in their fucking bobbledy dressing gown? Well, that's then you're happy, then you're satisfied. But then people remember when we had Mazzy drink that Facebook group, people then moan about influencers who sit at home in their bobbledy dressing gown. So you're not happy yeah. either way. But, but what I want to talk about is the whole like admitting it thing. The whole like that woman said, and she hasn't even admitted it. And as you we were saying earlier, there was this whole thing about Kylie Jenner and like when will she admit she's had lip fillers. And, it rem- and this is happening with a lot of a lot of influencers mm. in, you know in Ireland, England have had lip fillers, and yeah. very obviously, like we or can loads see of shit. People are like she's had something done, yeah, like she's Botox, Botox. they got their teeth done, yeah. they got whatever done, and it's like there's this there's this urge that people and like it's a fake. This is what annoys me about it. It's a fake urge because they want you to admit that you got it done but then it's never enough because once you admit you got your lips done well, she's also had her fucking boobs done and it's also once they admit that they've had their lips done it's almost like the admission isn't enough they also have to be very sorry that they got it done yeah but that's what I mean it's you like know, nothing's ever enough it's it's like I got them done they want they want a they really story. want to see I think um, a bot job I mm. think they'd love if an influencer came on with like overinflated lips and was like oh, I didn't ask for this Pete it's Burns, too much like. yeah they want that then <laughs> they'll is. feel sorry it's like yeah. I mean, but what annoys me most about that kind of stuff is like, we all put up Instagram pictures like, I know how to pose and look, you know, how I like my body to look. Mm -hmm. Then I'll catch myself in the mirror and it doesn't look like that. I'm not going to take a snap of me with three rolls hanging out Mm. to satisfy you because you, what, you know I have them so I have to show you them. Why won't she admit she's got rolls? And it's the same with like the lip sync. It's like, I'm like, anyone who asks me, Anyone like even like people on Instagram or like through your Snapchat, people are always like, "Does Jenny ever lips on?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do," mm. but like I'm not. I don't have it in my fucking Instagram bio. Jenny Claffy, twenty seven, tagging w- your one mil, one mil of Restylane. But like, also, if you didn't want to, if you wanted to just go and get your lips done and not tell anyone, but that's what I mean. That's it's okay. grand. Like it's you I'd, want to tell someone, but someone else mightn't, and yeah. that's. And it's also I hate fine. this whole thing of like having to come on Instagram stories and be like. I had a severe, severe depression over my thinner upper lip. <laughs> yeah. I like, you know what I mean? It's like, you have to give this sob story. It's like, no, I didn't like my rotten small lips. I knew they'd look better bigger. You so got a I, bit of filler. You might get over it in a couple of years and not want it. Exactly. Like, it's it just wastes whatever. away who gives a fucking shit. Same and with, they look fab. So same yellow. with boob jobs. Same with nose jobs. I know a girl who's had like, just got her nose done. She had her boobs done. She looks unreal. And I hate this like stigma over like plastic surgery it's just like it doesn't make a fucking difference Sandra you're probably trying to you're googling away how to lose three stone in a week you're on a juice diet people are constantly trying to change their appearance they're dyeing their hair they're wearing makeup they're getting fucking microblading on their eyebrows it's no fucking different once they're being conscious and going to like not botched hairdressers doing lip fillers I'm sorry that you shouldn't be doing that because Mm. Go to someone who's licensed, okay? Who knows what the fuck they're doing. I honestly do. Like, I think just, like, check yourselves. We always say this, like, be aware. I used to, like, a couple months ago, we spoke about this two episodes ago. You know, I used to love, and you also said as well, you used to kind of love being like, oh, she did get Botox. I got really involved in that whole kind of, like, 
why isn't she admitting it? And then I stepped back and I was just like, why the hell does she have to tell us? Like, yeah. why? And what's it going to do? Like, you see, like, Charlotte G. Shore, for mm. example. Charlotte of Geordie Shaw. Charlotte. She is so open with her surgery. Mm. She's like, I hated my lips, so I fucking put loads of fillers in them. I hated my nose. And she's got a drastically different nose. And she gets so, I saw, on Loose Women, when she kind of was going on that yeah. show. It's an awful show. Yeah. But she was going on it to kind of reveal her new look. And they were just like, why didn't you go to counselling, though, Charlotte? And like, you know, you're an influence. And what what about the girls who don't have the money to spend on the nose job to make them feel better? It's like, I can't have a nose that makes everyone else happy. I want to have a nose that makes me happy. It's a fucking nose. It's a nose. Like, can we just get over it? And, like, something that fucking annoys me to... It's just, like, it's just so annoying. There's, like... Like accountability that they project on women that like if especially like influencers and stuff that you're like holding this like if you get your nose done just so you know you're getting your nose done for every goddamn woman in Ireland yeah like, yeah. what the fuck it's mental it, it is. is mental you have 32,000 women <laughs> looking, looking at, at, that at you nose. and now <laughs> getting a they're cutting their nose with a spot like what Mutilating are you their nose like it's just beyond, it's just so anal. And they're the same women who will be going on and on and on to the fucking cows come home about feminism. And my like, body, my choice, all this shit. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? And like, do you know what also annoys me about it? Is that like, okay, it's the same women that like talk about Facebook groups or forums or wherever the fuck you want to talk about, right? Like a load of people are talking, even in real life where there's a group of women mm. speaking about someone. If I, say I had a friend called Shauna and she had a massive fucking nose. If I started talking about her massive nose, I would be dragged. I would be told I'm a horrible person, I'm a mm. body shamer, I'm this and I'm that. The minute she gets a fucking surgery, oh, all oh, hold. You can yeah. talk about it as much. You can t- say it's a Michael Jackson nose. You can say she's botched her face. You can say she looks uglier now. Mm. You can say that she's wasted her money. What gives you the right to talk, comment on someone after surgery as opposed to before surgery? Just because mm, it's what? Very, very true. It's just like, what, woman, someone gets her boobs done. Like, Pamela Anderson I got feel, her boobs done smaller. She obviously knew they looked crazy. It's so... Well, like, she it looked unreal. She, she when looked she, great. But now, obviously, they get heavy and stuff yeah. like that. But I, I think, like, it's just what annoys me is that it's never enough mm. like what I there's a song I listen to which is like it's mine I bought it it's mine I bought it and it's kind of like people who like women who wear hair extensions or get mm-hmm. a nose job or lip fillers it's like that's not your lips that's not your hair yeah it is mine I fucking bought it yeah it's, it's like mine what? I put on my it's my yeah. lips whether or not I was born with them they're mine it's like I bought people, it people ask me are your lips real I'm like no they're a hologram they're fucking my lips. They've got filler in them. They're still just my lips. Plain rude. Come on. Are they real? No, they're no. I've I actually have no mouth, and I got it rebuilt. Constructive like, surgery. Come on. But it's just rude to yeah. go like it's like when people are like, "Is that your natural color?" Yeah. No, I dragged a dirty mitt across my body for an hour last night. Yeah. Do you really want to fucking know, babe? Yeah. And I just, I honestly, how dumb can you be? Like, there's some influencer influencers in Dublin, for example, who've obviously had. Lip fillers or whatever they fucking Veneers, whatever. Yeah. And the comments and people being like, she won't admit it. I don't know why she won't. Are you that 
dumb that you need her to say, yeah. oh, my lips are bigger because I put stuff in them. Yeah. You can't, the before and after photos aren't enough. No. The fact that she no, had no, really no. thin lips, it's still not enough know, that like, she has a different nose. You, you want, want her to say, yeah. oh, actually, I went off to Turkey and I got a note. It was 3,547. What do you want? You can see the fucking pictures. That's enough. But the thing is, the minute they admit it then, then it gets even worse. It's like, well, she's made a mistake there. She clearly went to a shit doctor. Yeah. She's got her nose She up. doesn't seem happy. She, she, she seems actually she, unhappier. Clearly she's, and clearly, she also, she's only admitted the nose. She's got the boobs done too. It's the next thing they move on to the next yeah. one. So like... Oh, she's photoshopping. She's got yeah. face tuning. She's, Look, for, especially Why for do you care? All these people with, you know, hashtag my body, my choice, hashtag repeal the eighth, hashtag whatever the fuck political movement you want to put in your goddamn Twitter body bio bitches the minute Mm -hmm. when the next time you put a fucking hashtag political movement in your bio on twitter second guess yourself about judging other people on their individual choices Mm -hmm. and how they want to spend their fucking hard-earned fucking money on their time and energy and doing what like living their own damn life exactly and think of it this way do you ask a blogger to admit every time they got their hair dyed or got a new dress no you don't no or do you hey um i just peed it was quite a dense shade of yellow. Like, what's enough, bitch? And also, what's pissing me off about the hashtag feminist bio biatches who are really fucking annoying, to be honest. What's pissing me off about them is the scaremongering. Talk to me oh. about reality. Talk yeah. to me about what's actually happening. What's going on? Thousands of women. what if. Thousands of women now feel they have to go and get their lips done, Lindsay. Yeah. Exactly, and talk about your damn self, or I can't imagine the amount of outrage this has caused. Maybe don't imagine, maybe live in the fucking real world. Or maybe you can't freak. imagine it because it doesn't matter because it's fucking the internet. Stop imagining, like that's, you're basically just anxious, honey. Yeah. Go talk to your doctor. Like, if you're imagining all these awful things that can happen, you're anxious. Mm. It's not real. It didn't happen, and it's yeah. probably, and it hasn't happened. Yeah. I've not seen. Like women going around, manip- like what? What was the word? Mutilating. Mutilating their bodies. And if if you would consider someone getting lip fillers mutilating their bodies, maybe you don't mutilate your body. Mm. You know. But I don't care. I don't know why you would care about someone else choosing to do that. Exactly. But also, like, how- why does everyone have to look like you? Yeah. Why does everyone have to be your type but of person also, that you, you want to look like? Do you dye your hair? Probably. Do you straighten your hair? Do you blow dry your hair? Do you, do you wear cute clothes? Do you like, have what? a weird tattoo? Like, come on. Like that, the cat women, you know, or it, that cat man. Remember, he like wanted cat to look woman like a cat. as well, Jocelyn, whatever her name was. But like, the thing oh, is, yeah, is like, mutilating is just like a really strong word for like someone changing their appearance, okay? Like, and also, if someone. But some people do want to do that. Exactly. Like, remember the skull man and Lady Gaga's freaking video? He's the biggest model of 2010. I remember seeing him on forums years ago. Yeah, and everyone was like, oh my God. And I. ruined himself. I know. I remember I was like, oh my God. I'm thinking about his mother getting so distraught. And then, fucking a few years later, looking hot as fuck. Yes. In Lady Gaga's video, up and down runways. Yeah. Babe. Rick, like, Rick, what's Rick? Rick. Fucking whatever, the fashion yeah. fella. Skull man. You can look up skull tattoo man and, yeah. it's, you know, you've seen him probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that kind of stuff. It's like, if you don't want that, don't you get the skull tattoo. Yeah. Don't you get lip fillers. Don't you dye your hair. But it doesn't have to be subjective for everyone. Yeah. And like, it's also like, respect... Like, you know, the whole thing about, like, modern feminism, and we're only talking about feminism in the sense that, like, a lot of the people who speak to us are, like, would consider themselves feminists and blah, blah, blah. So we're trying to talk to them in the sense that, like, when you're talking to other people, just respect people's individual choices. 
Some people like fucking wooden floors and white walls. Some people want to have a granny curtain and a fucking leather sofa. But also... It's taste and it's individual. And stop rejecting society. Just stop like, rejecting... Like, I mean... Everything. Of course... Like, but do you know what I mean? Like... Women who are like, the reason you're wearing makeup is because... And they'll, like, try and mm. untangle this, like, mess of a, like... You know, just this map of where... Why we actually began yeah. to wear makeup and bras yeah. and have our hair long. And rejecting that because it's, you know, the basis of feminism. Recognise society. And we're in 2017. You're not going to undo the whole to Like, the whole world. Yeah. You know... If you don't want to wear makeup because you don't think it's a good thing for women to wear makeup, don't you wear makeup? Yeah. I Alicia Keys. You know, she's doing it. She's grand. Yeah, grand, and she fucking has around like gorgeous skin. And so also, she's a millionaire getting fucking facials every week. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, like recognize the point that we're in. Yeah. It's the same as a point of privilege. Like, fair enough. If you grew up in the country and you were real, like raw vegan, whatever, like not wearing makeup. Like, I was conditioned by society and this has made a part of me. Yeah. And it's not going to just be undone by reading a few freaking tweets. Do you know what I mean? But also the whole, like, it's conditioned by society thing annoys me because I find it very patronising towards women. I'm an educator just like you are very, you know, we know what's going on. We understand the world. We understand that, like, makeup companies are, you know, capitalist companies making millions and millions and millions and billions, if not dollars a year. We understand it. I like stop patronizing women by thinking that they're only doing that we can't it. understand. Like, yes, I don't feel as comfortable walking out of but my like, house it's just without annoying makeup. That people like but patronize whatever. women that saying that like they don't, they're only doing it because they don't understand that it's a system yeah. that's making them do it. I'm sorry, babes. I worked in beauty for years. I I know how much they're all making. I fucking love makeup, and I also know that I probably shouldn't, as a human being. Why should be, you not though? No, but I mean, what I'm saying is that like. It, you know, probably if you strip it back and see, like, but you know. But anyone can make an, a convincing argument about But it's anything. just the same as someone knocking up to my house when my house is a stay. I don't want them coming in. Yeah. I probably should be okay in my own filth. You know, if you want to just, I find that that's what people are doing. They're stripping it back to the whole reason of our being. You know, they're like, the whole reason of why we wear makeup and that's why we should reject it. Whereas I would think of like, we're here in the now. Yeah, you, know, you can map stuff back and I guess be like, "Oh, the makeup about thing it. to me just pisses me off because it's like we've been wearing makeup for literally five thousand years." Yeah, like look it at has... Cleopatra; like she prepared for her wedding for what a year? Yeah, bathing, like for you know, this is not a new thing. So it's just like check yourself is what we're trying. Literally, like say. do you? If you don't want to wear X, Y, and Z, don't wear it I don't ever want to be wearing basic ass peplum tops I don't wear them I don't like wearing oversized clothes and oversized trousers and I don't like cos I don't like that shit I don't wear culottes so I don't wear them do I go around Twitter saying the absolute atrocity of women wearing culottes that make their legs look shorter no I don't because I see them they're happy doing themselves it's grand yeah in my mind I'm like girl get that body out but like it's also like separate morality with taste taste is very different like if I like the look of big lips and I know there's a way that I can get big lips I'll go and get it if you like the look of the natural look that's grand it doesn't have to be a political motherfucking issue every fucking time yeah lip fillers nose jobs tattoos fucking makeup eyeliner everything's a political fucking issue and that's what I mean like a a freaking blogger or an influencer Instagram Irish gal can't yeah. even be photographed in a candid manner where she doesn't look exactly as skinny or as tanned her, or yeah. anything like 
like, and then it's a political issue yeah. because it's like, the word influencer has only been going on a few years. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't actually mean that they're influencing. It just means that she has a lot of followers. It doesn't mean that those followers are buying no. into her no. whole being. And also, like, the word influencer... And even if they are, then all power to her. Yeah. She has people who want to buy into her, yeah. what she is and who, what she looks like. But it, that I, says a lot about the girl and that's just fair enough for the fucker. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, but it also, it reminds me of like, there's loads of like political people that I follow on Twitter or whatever. Like say even like Joe Rogan, right? Massive, biggest fucking uh, podcaster in the world. Okay, he's like the longest running podcast I think probably mm-hmm. ever. Did we ever beat him in the charts? Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> we did actually. A few times we actually beat him in the charts. But Do anyway, you? so it makes us the biggest. Um, Go review us Rogie on, Bear the second. Go review us and that will make us uh, Yeah we love beat beating Beating men Because They're all patriarchy No <laughs> But Joe Rogan So Joe Rogan has like Loads of guests on Very wide Some people would probably Disagree with me But he has a very wide Range of guests on He also has like Millions of followers Like literally If you've got a million people I would say 10% of them Are probably assholes Because Million people 10% Probably wankers Mm -hmm. And like some of his Followers are like Real reddit Kind of like you know, alt right, just kind of looking people. for stuff to jump on. Yeah, but like I, but they're like alt right, maybe, or they they pander to one thing he might say. But like, he's up, yeah. you know. And mm. now people are like, Joe Rogan is an alt right fascist leading. Ma-. It's like no, he's fucking not. And this is the whole thing with these influencers. It's like, stop saying that their one person's influencers is them, like or like followers, should I say, like ex blogger, just because she has like fifteen followers out there who then think they have to go get lip fillers because she has lip fillers, don't push that on her. That's their choice. Like, do you realise that individual choice is existing? Ex-blogger is not dragging Shauna out of her gaff and cabra and marching her down to the local nail salon getting lip fillers. If that girl is influenced by that, okay, it's probably not a great thing, but, like, what are we not influenced by? But it's the same as, like, say, when you were in school and starting drinking. I remember, like, my parents would never blame... My friends. Mm. Like, but there were those parents who'd be like, you know, oh no, I, I knew she's got in with a bad I was a bad life. influence in school. People always said that I was the bad influence. Really? Yeah, I, I was like, three girls were not allowed to hang out with me. Because you basically forced them to drink. I you know, like that, no, but I mean, that's what they I were thinking. It wasn't even drinking. It, was, it wasn't even drinking. It was literally like, I'd be there when something would happen. And because I was always outspoken, they'd be like, it's her. But I it's that it's kind her. of thing. It's like my parents never would have blamed, even if I was in situations where I was drinking mm. and they caught me, they'd never, like, they would not let me get out with yeah. that, go out with that Hold the right person accountable. It was like, you drank, don't do it. Yeah. Like, you're too young, whatever. You're in trouble. Yes. Goodbye. It wasn't like those fellas you were hanging around with them. You're not going yeah. out with them again. Yeah, no one else's fault but you're. Yeah, a, you're a stupid girl who's been influenced by these powerful people. Yeah, they're making you do it. And like, I mean, if your mom's gonna get, say that to you, you're gonna be like, here, I'm off the fucking. <laughs> yeah, off. yeah, they did. They, they did. They made, they, made me, they literally forced even though, me. Like, it's not like that, but. So that's the intro. That is the intro. And we've got... So this week, we are doing... We pretty much do them once a month now. We do a QA. and a We get emails. Guys, please send us your emails because we fucking love them. It's a great place. We I know we talk about the Tumblr, but if you've got a long-ass thing to tell us... Yeah. Email, Just a kind of a little it, story. It's deadly. Um, as we say, we do these all the time. So send us in. It's itgalspodcast at gmail.com. We're going to be reading three emails... 
Um, we've got a little period sex story. And leaving cert talk. And a bit of protection. Contraception. <laughs> is going to be a sexier, sexier thing. So go yeah. grab a can. Go we're going to make it sexy. We're going to piss and then we're going to come back and we're going to fucking talk more shit at you. So okay. B bitches. And then we'll get straight into it. Hello. Hey, gals. We're back. Uh, as we said, we're doing a Q&A. So Lindsay has our first email and I'm she's going to get straight into, get into it. it. Hello, hello, hello. Hang okay. I just have to move the mic. Bear with us, bitches. Dear It Gals, I heard in your latest podcast, Lindsay briefly mentioned that she failed past maths. I didn't fail, honey. No grade. I just finished my leaving cert and failing maths is a huge fear of mine as this will affect me getting into college. My family and friends reassure me that failing isn't the end of the world and there are other ways to get into college. But the thought of wasting the money my mom has spent on grinds, watching all my friends moving on to college and the disappointment I will feel in myself is unbearable. I'm really confident in every other aspect of life, but never when it comes to my academic ability. What I'm trying to ask is how do I deal if worse comes to worst when I get my results, they're not the results I need to get into college. Much love. Mwah. So, so okay. I did fail past maths and the, the memory I have is when you get your results, that's the first one that comes up. Mm, that is, yeah. And you were like, <laughs> oh, great. I was like, here we go, mum, here we go. I was in the car, my mum was like, okay, okay, okay. Randomly thought that maybe I just did well. Got an A. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> it'd be just my luck, mum. Was it, it the foundation just... or pass? Pass. Okay. Um. Yeah, and the first one, it was no NG. I was like, NG. What is that? It's it not like extra like, A. Yeah, I was like, it's not even a fail. Great. It's, it's below just 10%. like absolutely <laughs> nothing. And I stayed in for the whole exam for the two and a half hours or however long it is. <laughs> Cheated. I had stuff written on my legs, like all the formulas. <laughs> no great. Now for me, I halfway through sixth year, I was doing a portfolio for NCID. So my focus was art college. And you didn't need maths. I learned halfway through that one of the rare like it's really rare that mm. a college where you would get a degree, you don't actually need maths. So I learned that halfway through. I was like, oh my lord, amazing. Because I'm so bad at maths. Yeah. And there, I was not, even if I had studied for the whole year, I just do not have that mind mm-hmm. of maths. Mm-hmm. So I just stopped trying after when I knew that I didn't need it. And my maths teacher, I remember going up to my maths teacher and being like, Mr. Gasol, I can fail. And I'm still going to college. And he was like, no, Lindsay, no, don't, don't be failing now. You can keep, still try. I was like, yeah, yeah. How Gasol? He's like, no. You should just do some foundation, baby. I just thought, look, I'll yeah. give it a shot. Oh, no, I'll do pass, Grant. Yeah. I'll pass. I mean, the foundation, what's the point? It, you don't get any points for a foundation. No, but yeah, but you don't fa- I think it's like, if you fail English, Irish or maths, you officially fail your leaving yeah. cert. Mm. But if you pass on foundation, you still pass your leaving cert. But mm-hmm. like, whatever, it's all shite. Okay, it. so Jenny is a clever girl. I, like, I mean, I'm the opposite side of the spectrum. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, but like, I am. I... I tried I actually didn't try it, like insanely hard I, cr- I could have got higher but I was like I loved going out <laughs> I loved partying every day party gal party gal but I really wanted to go to college and I wanted to go I went to Trinity and I really wanted to do that and I knew I had to get a certain amount of points and it was high enough and I I actually didn't 
hate school. Like loads of people who I know who are like failed. Remember, I fucking loved school. I thought it was gas. I failed and I loved school. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there were some trials and tribs. Of course, that's the fun of it. But like, like looking back, I'm like, that was so, so much fun. fun. Just being with a load of people your age I every know, day, every day, and all the goss. It was gas. Oh, so fun. So I studied really hard and I did well and I went to college and all the rest. And this girl is saying like, you know, like listen to your family, okay? Like obviously. If you can, like, as you said, like, you wanted to do the best you could. You didn't do foundation because you were like, I'll do the best I can. I'll try at pass or whatever else. Do the best you can. That My parents always said that to me. My, even through my leaving cert, my mum always said to me, I know that you're doing your best. And if you do your best, you've nothing to kind of hide or kind of be embarrassed about or whatever. Like, do your best. Try your best. And if your best doesn't make you pass, at least you know... That was, uh, not to repeat it, but it was your best. And you can't do any more than that. And like, you know, we're kind of, this is like my own opinion. And this is from someone who went to college. We're kind of like told this kind of story that like, in order to be a successful human being, you have to have a degree. And like, guys, as I said, this is someone with a fucking bachelor's from Trinity College. I haven't used my degree once. And I'm not saying that a degree isn't useful. And I'm not saying that it's not... It, it gave me great opportunities. I'm so glad I did it. It was a brilliant thing for me to do. But I don't mm. work... I did my degree in art history. I work in social media. I don't use it. You can get far without a degree. Exactly. If you... Like, I mean, you sound really anxious about this. And that's mm. a really intense feeling. And I doubt if you're feeling really anxious, you will be in the mindset to be able to sit down and study. If the overwhelming kind of thoughts in your mind are just uh, uh, like, oh, how, what am I going to do? I think she's already done it, though, because I think this was like in July and she's waiting for her results. The results are probably out oh, this yeah, week, July. right? Oh, OK. So, so I yeah, think so the, results results. Are, the results, okay. she's probably got her results now. So let us know how you do, baby girl. But, you know, you're kind of you've already done the deed. No point in racking your brain and getting freaked out oh yeah I just finished sorry sorry gals I've been working hard this fucking week (laughs) (laughs) I'm like fucking well you are right in the sense that if you are going into six year and you're freaking out over failing that's not going to make your mindset good yeah that's what I mean like yeah anxiety of like what if what is is not is not going to help you in any way no so if you've, and I mean, that's the worst thing about the leaving. It's that you have your whole summer waiting for the results. Mm, oh. And you're just like, uh, and you, your life is just in, like, you don't know what's happening next. Like, are you going to go to college or are you not going to go to college and all your friends are going to? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? Are you going to be working down in Centra? So you go to the Institute and repeat? Yes. Like. like, so it's just that, like, I mean, to be fair, they should be doing those results quicker. Because yeah. le- leaving young teens, like so nervous about the prospect what's going to happen to me in September is really only, intense and you only have three fucking weeks then to know it's like you get the results at the start of August and you start college at and the end of decide. August and decide and so many people decide like it's I the wrong thing our it. friend um, who I had over yesterday my friend and he chose Trinity mm. and now like so many people drop out in first year yeah because they have that really quick decision to make so he chose Trinity and then after he was just like, what am I doing? No. It's not me, like, and now he has to like try, he has to do the whole direct entry yeah. to NCAD. And it's just a bit, it's a lot of work when, yeah. you know, if you had a little bit more time to really sit down and consider what your options and what you want to do. Totally. Now, a lot of people, like, my parents both didn't go to college. My dad didn't go to college and my mum um, dropped out. Now, my dad started in 
an insurance company and he built himself up and like so if you if it is a case where you have gotten bad results it is not going to it doesn't have to map out the whole future of your life does not at all and especially in this day and age where like you know there's more and more to be honest the most successful people in the world right now are people who majority of them don't have fucking degrees they are entrepreneurs or they're not using their degree maybe like exactly how it is in their they're not like studied art history become a curator now I'm the biggest creator in the world a lot of people Mm. most people people's lives aren't defined by this linear approach of something they decide when they're 18 okay you decide Mm. the course you're doing when you're 18 I was lucky enough I loved the degree I did I loved the people it was great college brilliant experience have I used it since no and that's just unhonest, like, a fucking opinion. I'm I went to NCAD, for yeah. example. I decided to do... So I went to NCAD, I did the first year, then you choose what you want to mm-hmm. do, like, specialise in. I chose sculpture, and I did it for six months, and I just, just really didn't like it. It wasn't how I was getting my creative outlet, so I decided to go into painting. I had to leave for a year, do a whole new portfolio, and go back into painting. And then I got pregnant in painting and I couldn't, I had to fucking go and be a math. P&P, yeah. pregnant painting. Yeah, pregnant painting, just painting my pregnant belly. And um, yeah, so like I see people, like I am still friends with a good few people from college. Are they doing better in their life because they continued and got the degree? Some are, some aren't. So, like, But it's not, if they are successful, it's, it's not, not because of a degree. It's no. like it's like because they it's had your the work drive. ethic. It's yeah. your drive and your work ethic. And I remember thinking that in art college, because in art college, for example, like you know, or say if you're going, to, if you especially creative, I'd say, like I mean, if you're going to a college where if you want to do a job that is skill based, that you yeah, if you want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer, yeah. you want to be something that like there are obviously certain jobs in the world that like you actually have to have fucking you know you're not going to get it without the degree you can't just yeah. be like oh no honestly I'm watch me do surgery like, li- watch me I'm I know real. I've not gone to college <laughs> but literally watch me slice open this like illegal first of all yeah illegal so, I'm never going to happen yeah. and you, oh, I'm sure you're aware I mean she yeah. can't be that dumb <laughs> if she can figure out to email but like <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being in art college and like we were doing we were putting on these kind of faux shows yeah like you know, that were created by college and stuff. And I was just thinking like, you know, I'm going to work to get my degree and get out of this and then just have to do this myself. Exactly. You know, like I might as well be doing that now. Sometimes yeah. for certain people, college is just pausing for four years. That's a Michael around. Says. Like my mom always said to me, she was like, NCAD is just play school with alcohol. And to be honest, it is. We're just sploshing around yeah. and sloshing around. And if you want to do it, do it. But like, don't, like the thing is like, I think, especially with with secondary school, do as best as you can. Like, genuinely, like... But, you know, some people doing their best is literally sitting inside studying all day and they want that 600 points, 550 points. Mm. And that's grand. And they have a a goal that they want to reach. And even if you don't, if that is your shit, you want these insane points in your leaving cert, fucking do it. Amazing. More power to you. You're probably smarter than me. But, you know, if you are just, like your average person and you don't maybe you don't even know what you want to do in college like do your best I do think you like that's my thing and everything in life just try your best your individual best like not extend yourself and like fucking kill yourself with exhaustion trying to be like "Ah," but like you know put all the effort in you can and you know, as we say, remember our whole thing about relationships. What you put, like, what you give is what you get. The, the mm. Like, the you know, so that's the same in school. The effort that you put into it 
you might not think you're being smart or you think you're really intelligent. If you like love a subject or even love the teacher and you're just like trying your best, you'll do the best. You'll get the grade that reflects that. You will do it. For me, I would focus on the subject. This is what I did in school because um, it's kind of different than you. Like I focused on the subjects that I just adored. Like I loved mm. English. I was and the same. I, yeah, I only wanted two A's and I got them because I was like, fuck it. I can't, did I get any A's? I can't remember, to be honest. But I got 295 in my overall leaving. Mm. And I remember being like, that's almost 50% in my <laughs> whole leaving. That's fucking really good. But like, I'm just really not studious. I have such a frantic mind. I cannot sit down. I don't really watch movies. I don't, like, I just cannot study. Yeah. I've never, ever been able to study in my whole life. I don't drive because I literally cannot sit down and fucking read study for my driving test like I just do not have I'm so up down up down as you know Jenny <laughs> so but for English I could kind of I just got English I didn't yeah. even have to I didn't study for English and I'm pretty sure I got an A for art it was just a natural ability that I did really well in as well but for things like that I had to study for I phys- I just I tried I remember mm. I went you know the way you get that three week break before the yeah leaving cert I went over to my granny's and I just ate <laughs> She just kept on feeding me. And I remember, I, like, just ate my way through that study thing. I can't do it. So, like, my ability was, in school, my abilities weren't going to be shown via the way the Leaving Cert is. Yeah. Like, I could not try my best with studying for history. I tried. I would sit there reading the same paragraph over and over. And it just would not soak into my brain at all. And I'd try. I would sit, like, for every... Um, leaving cert exam I sat I stayed in for the whole duration of every one like you know the way you're in the big hall yeah and you see every time I think you have to stay in for 20 minutes and there'd always be like fuck this fuck I'm out here yeah literally <laughs> they were always yeah, gas. the three same people that were like fuck off getting their ciggies yeah. up and off they went walking they usually were in my school they'd walk out with the cigar in the mouth yeah, oh, like ready to yeah go. ready to light it just like or behind them going into the math exam with the cig behind them <laughs> <laughs> and just watching their clock for the whole time 20 minutes, yeah. 20 minutes, yeah. like, boom, miss, I'm out miss, of here. Miss, yeah. miss, miss. Collect that piece of shit. Yeah. Like, Throw their compass on the ground. Yeah. I stayed for every single exam for yeah. the duration writing. Like, I wasn't just that. Like, I was really just, But that, like, that's trying. what I mean. You were trying your best. Yes. You, ha- you put... But it didn't work. But, like, that's okay. I did fail. And that's fine. But, like, that's... it's um, However long the exams go on for, what, two months or something like that? I think it's only two weeks, isn't it? I don't fucking know. Seems like it fucking. I cannot months. even remember. Yeah, it seems like ages. It I does. can't. Re- no, I just I can't remember me even doing it. It's yeah. like a different person doing it. Yeah. Because I remember the fear of being like, "This is my whole existence." Life. <laughs> yeah. This is the like. And like the beginning thing, and the end that, in one exam. That's one thing that like I want to stress to people, and like as I said, I want to reiterate. This is from someone who did the whole college thing. I've done the whole. Yeah, we're different shit. in that way. You got your degree. Yeah. Never. I ain't. I ain't got no degree. But like, I mean, just because I got a degree doesn't mean I'm fucking clever. Like, no, I know. We're both very intelligent. Uh, yeah. Like on the same level of intelligence. Exactly. And like, so, so like one, like I mean, in different ways. Yeah. You know, we've got different, and that's a human experience. Like a while ago, when we were getting like Twitter fucking hate, some woman came to me and she goes. This isn't me being a feminist freak. This is because of my law degree. And I was like, <laughs> bitch, 
I've got a degree in history of art. I could tell you nothing about the Renaissance. There's like, some freaky ass lawyers out there too, baby girl. But exactly. But like, just because you've got a fucking degree in something does not mean that you are in any way more woke than I am. And also, if you're going to throw your degree oh, in someone's face, on. it just shows your you level of intelligence. bitch that you're going to throw yeah. your fucking I lot. have a degree. You also have an attitude yeah. and a fucking classes issue. Exactly. Sit down, be got you Because you're holding your law degree over my head. Yeah. I have a degree in history of art. I have a weave. You have a fucking law wig. Exactly. Cool. Okay, Great. let's just talk shit to each other. Yeah. Let's just flounce around our fucking superiority complexes to each other. And like, so like, but like the thing is, is, I did my degree. I did four years in my degree. I didn't do that great. I did pretty well. I got my degree, whatever, from mm. Trinity. Brilliant. But we I were w- very lit for the last year. I was not one of those people, even before that last year, I was not one of those people in the library all the time. I loved partying. I loved boys. I loved smoking cigs. It's the first bit of freedom you oh, get. Like, oh, fucking it's unreal. College I loved is it. very fun. And that's, that's one thing that I would say to people like, if you want to go to college, I'm not saying like, don't go, it's a waste of time. Go because it's a deadly time. It's so I mean, much what you learn. You really, I think it is a great thing for like, if you have this availability, obviously, not everyone can feck off for four years. If yeah. you have four years, if your parents are going to support you and they want you to go to college, choose something that you want to do that you have a passion in kind of a, a, a that's what I did in college I didn't know what I wanted to study I didn't know what I wanted to do my dad wanted me to do law probably should have I wanted handy for me to be honest would have been rough I could the divorce, divorce. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be rich um, but I was just like I don't know what to do and my mum was just like Jenny choose your favourite subject in school and try and do that I loved art, but I knew I didn't want to go to art college. I just mm. didn't really want to do the... Pro- that didn't suit me. But I got in my mock something like 98% of my history of art exam. And I was doing really well in it. And I was like, that's cool. I did not know you could study it. And I was like, I'm going to do that. Mm. And that made me... It gave me this kind of thing of like... Even because even though in college I was not arts really studying so much, I still had this natural interest in it. So it made me not So it was going to be... Yeah. And also it's like... It's going to be fun yeah. to study something that you do have a passion exactly. for. Exactly. So, like, that would be my advice to anyone who, like, I know we haven't been asked that, what would you do? But, like, if you're not, uns- if you're unsure about what to study, I would say go with your gut feeling of, like, what's something that I'm genuinely interested in? Do you like English? Do you like biology? Do you like fucking Irish? Who knows? And that could be something as well that doesn't require college. Like, yeah. say if you are really into fashion and want to be a stylist, then you need to build up your own, like, you you don't no, specifically don't be going to style in college no seriously. yeah you'd like it's a waste of money so it build is. up your it is and no one can teach you it's about getting contacts getting yeah. involved in like building up your Instagram yeah styling outfits getting involved like these are things like you could go to styling college or like I was speaking earlier about you could go to art college at the end of the day when the college is over you're going to have to create your own shows yeah. make your own work in a studio alone mm-hmm. so you can either do that in college with help or you can just do it on your own and like build up your own mm. self and loads of people do that like you but can start you can be in Brent Thomas and building yeah, yourself up but to that's be literally what I do with my job now I uh, this is what I'm kind of like trying to get at I did not study social media management because I'm sorry I think most people who study that kind of shite might be a waste of time coming from my experience I left college I ended up, you know, people always ask us, and this is why I'm kind of saying to it, people ask us a lot of the time, how do you get to where you are now? Like, how have you two got to being these, like, people see us as these, like, owning our shit, blah, 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 blah. Look, I got my degree. I moved to New York pretty much straight after my degree. I think it was, like, eight months after. I saved up. I worked in retail the whole time. 
mm-hmm. saved up like a load of money, went to New York. I had to get a job, unpaid internship in oh, this fucking phone. I'd say we'll do it like five minutes and then yeah, we'll pause. I got an unpaid internship in an art magazine and I started doing social media there through the internship. And then when I came home, I just basically was like, that's what I want to do. And I just did internships and internships. And I was kind of like, if I did this when I was 18, I'd be four years ahead of myself mm. now. I was only getting into this at 24, 25. Mm. So I'm probably seeing younger girls doing it no, as well. I was. And there are younger people in my job now who did not do a degree and they're higher up than me because they got that head start and like that is the way And the it's world, about drive the world and vision. Is, yeah, exactly. You do need to really have a vision. Yeah. When I was in school, I was like, our college, yeah, I want to be Tracy Emin. That was my vision. It's unattainable. Yeah. You know, like if I had had an idea that, like, because when you're in school, certain ideas can be scary. You mm-hmm. know, like if I was like, yeah, I'd really like to have my own shop. That can seem freaking out of reach or whatever because you don't know how to do that when you're 18. But just like have a semi, like I'd say step by step, have small visions. Yeah. Like I would like to have a job in Brown Thomas or, you know, like that's enough. And then doing, like going into Brown Thomas and being really good at that job. Yes. And then maybe building yourself up. Because like all experience is good experience. Yeah. You know, every job I've had, I've worked in retail for the majority of it, and it's all been good for me. It's all made me respect people. It's made me respect my coworkers and different jobs. So mm. You learn loads of different like yeah. tools and stuff. So, yeah, just don't be stressing on one thing and really just build up your work ethic. Definitely. It's something I've grown only in the past couple of years of actually learning to busy myself Mm -hmm. like you know you can't just go to work go to a job and kind of have things happen around you yeah you do have to work for it and Mm -hmm. whatever that is and Jenny and I are still falling into it like Jenny has her job I'm doing some stuff and like we're both we're trying to do this as a job so it's kind of like finding your way like no one knows what they're doing but Mm -hmm. it is like finding your way and just working for stuff working and, and also really hard. don't feel bad this will like be our closing point like I would say don't feel bad at being 18 and not knowing what that is because as I said in an episode a while ago my creative outlet has only happened with this podcast up until then I thought yeah. my fulfillment would come from my job I always thought mm. I'd get this like overpowering fulfillment of like yes this is what I want to do for a living I like my job I like what I do but I never got that kind of fucking feeling until mm. I started this. I'm like this is my purpose and I found this when I was 27 and I was 30 it's grand it'll come and everyone always said that to me and Michael would say to me because I always used to have these existential kind of crises to Michael being like I don't know what I want to do and I feel like everyone around me like they're always like when you find what you love you'll, you'll never work a day in your life and it's life. really scary if you like I remember mentioning before in the podcast where like all my friends were really really mm. intelligent I was the only one who was getting low grades and they all had their vision. They were like, yeah, going to Trinity for this, going Mm -hmm. to this and that. And I was like, yeah, it's intimidating. But like, it'll come when it comes in its right time. It really will. And I used to be someone who didn't think that and I thought that was a lot of bullshit. But Mm. genuinely, in the last year, I think you and I have both been on the same page in that way. Like this podcast and your tattooing or whatever else we've been doing. But I think we honed in on stuff. Yeah. But also stuff just sprites itself. Like a couple years ago, I was doing nails and I adored Mm. that. You know, you don't have to be in a job forever. No. You can like... Like last year I was doing nails and yeah. I adored that and that was just at a time and I really learned loads uh, but from like that, that job was like and everything. Stepping stones into what you're doing now. Yeah, it was like teaching it was kinda my mind was clearly 
telling me I want to do something creative and your mind's telling you that you want to do something social. Yeah. So then it's kind of paving the way yeah. to like, okay, I'm going to form this own thing. Exactly. So do you, girl, and just embrace yourself. And if you fail, you failed. Just when life gives you a shit sandwich, right, you just fucking accept it and you move on. You see how you're going to move on from it. Don't just dwell on it. If you did, Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It fail. I don't know if you did fail. Like we said, there's nothing you can do. If you failed, you failed. If you failed, you failed. Just repeat. You'll be grand. Loads of people or repeat. Or don't be and decide. Like, just sit back for a minute and think, okay, yeah. it's my life. And like, at least you have your parents and family back up. Exactly. Because my family were also cool with just... Whatever happens. What happens. I kind of produced. And same here. So... Our next one will be in one second. We're going to have a little break. Yeah. We'll be or be. So question number two. Gals, I really need your advice. I'm 18 and I've been having sex with a guy for about four months without a condom. And for the naive reason that I believe that he had never been with any other girl without using protection. But he recently let it slip that he actually did have sex with another girl without using a condom. My first question is, should I be completely pissed that he led me to think he hadn't been with another girl without a condom or should I just let it slide? We're still together as a couple, but I never, but I've told him that we have to use condoms from now on. He moans and groans that he hates condoms. He can't feel a thing without them on, blah, blah, blah. He uses the fact that I've had the bar to make his point that there's no point in using a condom. I personally prefer sex without a condom, but I'm also a complete panicker about getting pregnant, regardless of what protection we use. Should I stick to my guns and make him use a condom, or should I just give it up and go raw? Am I risking too much without using protection? My fertility, blah, blah, blah. I really need some advice, girls. Much love. Okay, so this, I know, heavy, right? But this is something that you and I have kind of, we've kind of spoken about, Briefly about the whole like I can't fucking feel a thing with that condom on It's not metal <laughs> Okay I always like when fellas Are always like No it does not fit on me dick There you Can't come on that, there are can't come on that. Fucking pictures of men putting it over their head 
You can fit a Johnny on your willy. <laughs> I love Willie's guy. Yeah, Willie. So demasculated. On your little man. <laughs> little man. Oh, honestly, the moaning and the groaning, I just, I've had that before and it's so, so mind-numbingly boring to I be think, in bed with a guy mm. and him basically insisting on getting his gross chlamydia-filled cock up your gi just for his own satisfaction but, and totally disregarding your... Body. Feelings, body, health, everything. everything. And your sense. For what? Because you can't feel anything. That's first, a fucking lie. Her you first question, though, right? Her first question. He told her he had never had sex without a condom. So that's why she was like, yeah. okay, Grant. I mean, well, we won't have hello, sex. A thousand red flags. Yeah, Grant. He lied. Then she said, her, her, her first question is, should she be mad that he, that he lied to her? Yes. Oh my God, yes. You should be, not mad. You should be fucking raging. Insulted. He basically has taken your health in his own hands. Yeah. I like, doesn't know. Like, fair you don't enough know if he said to you, yeah, I've had loads of unprotected sex and then you took it on yourself. Okay, can I just say, if this bloke, first of all, he's li- first he said that he's never had sex with someone without a condom. And then it came out that actually he did have sex with one person. So now because he's lied once, it probably kind of, you know, you could presume that it one wasn't just one person. And okay, fair enough. If it was just one person, that one person has had sex with could other have had people. sex with five hundred people. Mm-hmm. So therefore, even if he has just had sex with that one person unprotected, it could possibly be seven hundred people unprotected because every person that she has yeah. had unprotected sex with, she's having sex with their previous unprotected, exactly. unprotected, unprotected. It's like a map of just STIs. It is like <clears throat> and he is so obsessed with having sex bareback that he decided to lie to you. That's his respect level for you. Mm-hmm. And that motherfucker isn't going to change. And it's also his respect level for himself. Like, you have to realise, like, I mean, if he's willing to lie about these things, and I'm not saying that, like, having... I've had unprotected sex. I'm not... We're, neither Lindsay or I are demonising people who have had... It happens the best of us... But, but the like, thing is, the lying is the worst because clearly you are making it very fucking clear that you are very conscious, which is deadly. You're a young gal, it seems. And that's hot. It's so hot to be like, I'm fucking conscious of my sexual health. I know that this is an important thing. You know, come on, being healthy, great. You eat salads, also wear a condom, you know? So you're being conscious and the fact that he's, it's manipulative, like being like, no, no, I've, no, I've never fucking had sex without a condom. And also he's let it sit, but he said one. He probably just said, you know, when I've been riding bareback and you might say, well, when, oh no, just one, just one. Well, just that was literally one time literally, and my tip just went in. Or was it one person? Multiple times, you know, you never. It was fucking... an eight-month relationship. That was an open relationship, yeah. like... and it's it's not a horrendous thing to have had bareback sex. I've had it, as I said, Lindsay's had it. We've all, but it can be horrendous. Thing. It can't. No, but I'm no, just, it's not horrendous. I'm just saying that it's not like I'm not it's looking not down on him. But the worst thing about it for me is that he lied. It's about not it horrendous like that. if you've both been checked. And you're in the clear and you're only having sex with each other bareback. It's irresponsible, okay? I'll give it that. It's an irresponsible like, thing to be having unprotected sex. But I'm just saying I'm not vilifying people who've had unprotected of sex. Of course not. You and I have both had it. Yeah. But you and I, like, have been lucky not to have caught anything. It's, ex- like, you catch stuff. Mm-hmm. My friend recently, and two friends actually in the past couple months have both found out that they had chlamydia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's rampant. Like, like I mean, it's... It's, it's not rare. No. You know the way? It's really not rare. It's and not. it doesn't... It, it's not 
slutty, I hate that word, but it's not like the two girls I know, one would probably have had a few sexual partners, but the other is really choosy. She with she had a long term boyfriend and then got into a kind of seeing mm. someone for months and months and months. Well, that's the thing, is what we're saying. It doesn't matter about having sex with one person once. It only takes one time, like, mm. to have sex with someone with the wrong fucking And that's what I mean. So that's why, like, yes, it's it's not shameful, but it is... And looking back on myself, when I was doing it, like, frivolously and whatever, it is shameful. It is shameful. I don't think it's shameful. I think it's, like, irresponsible. Like, I don't like the word, like, you should be ashamed of yourself. I don't think that's cute but like it's, okay but it's shame like I look back at myself doing that and I am ashamed because I could have literally ruined the rest of my life for doing that that's shameful it's it's not just irresponsible it is shameful to do that I don't think you ruin I don't think it's a huge stigma no, but you could get no you could get something that is with you forever yeah but that's not ruining your life no but like, it can it, it can ruin your life if you ever want to have children yeah, but that's not still not ru- it's ruining a certain aspect of your life. I think I'm just saying that there's a lot but of people out there who have like, that and their so life isn't ruined. No, okay, I understand that. And uh, yeah, no, you're right with that. No, of course your life isn't ruined if you have that. But I mean, to do it so frivolously is just I'm looking back at myself and I mean like we said I've done it. I'm just like why why was I bothering exactly. no I that's why I like, mean what I, was I, I, think, doing? I feel like, like really... I'm ashamed that I did that is what I mean if, yeah. it's not shameful to, ha- to have an STI no it's not shameful to because have ha- I don't think it's shameful to have a, a, like unprotected sex I think the majority of people end up having fucking unprotected sex it's not shameful to have an life. STI especially when people are lying about who they've been with yeah, but so you can protect yourself to a certain extent but it's extent. also not shameful to have unprotected sex I'm not saying I endorse it but I'm saying it's irresponsible there's a very different... I think there's a big difference between being irresponsible and being a shameful person. I think that's like... Yeah, okay, shameful. But I, what well, I probably was saying it wrong because I'm saying I'm ashamed of yeah, myself. exactly. The way that... like, And, and I'm talking too. about my own self. Yeah, I'm not totally. saying everyone who's doing it. I'm only talking about looking back at me in my mm-hmm. past where I had unprotected sex. I am ginormously ashamed. I'm the exact same. Like, I've said a bit in that episode where we talked about, like, letters to our younger self or whatever... Mm that was one of my things is sexual responsibility and sexual health like I am like when I look back I had a lot of unprotected sex same and I'm so ashamed I'm I'm not ashamed I'm just like you fucking idiot and I think I'm really I'm ashamed that I put myself in that position and a lot of the time like I don't mean to be putting it on the man but like I'm 100% fine with condoms I actually really enjoy using condoms they're clean I feel like it's not a massive difference mm-hmm. to me but and I remember we spoke I think we spoke about this before in the podcast where we said like that we were kind of conditioned to think that condoms were not sexy that you barely feel anything and I remember men saying that to me all the time anytime I would suggest a condom mm-hmm. and in the bedroom if you're just seeing someone that you don't you know like that you you're just seeing someone that you don't have a massive like long relationship with and you're suggesting a condom and they can really shoot it down quite quickly Mm -hmm. and it can make you feel like nerdy in the bedroom for like wanting to protect yourself and they can shoot it down that they won't be enjoying the sex by using words like or sentences like I don't feel a thing I don't come off that it's a buzzkill it's this and yeah so I'm not I can see how easy it is to have unprotected Mm. sex because I had a lot of it but then I'm just annoyed that you can get, like, manipulated like that. And, and it's such a quick thing. Like, if you're in bed with a guy that you've been seeing and hooking up with and you've had a few drinks and, you know, you're quick, you're drunkenly talking about a condom and it doesn't happen, 
it's fucking ridiculous. It just shouldn't be happening. Yeah, and like, like if someone suggests a condom in the bedroom, and if men are listening to this, if a woman or a man, same with women, if a, if anyone in the bedroom suggests a condom, don't shoot it down. If someone who you're going to engage in sex with wants to wear a condom, like that's when you put on the condom and then you have sex. Yeah, but like I mean, yeah, I get it, and it's like <clears throat> I feel like it, it's not just men convincing women to not use condoms because like I think that men are also conditioned by each other like I've had boyfriends or like seeing dudes in the past that like I think it's almost like it, it's this kind of like the way they talk about sex makes them think oh no you have you ever used a have you ever rode bareback though fuck that it's fucking unreal it's like mm. this kind of macho thing and I'm not saying that like being man is bad I don't think that but like I think it's this kind of like idea that gets in their head as young men and they're like like I remember like my ex-boyfriend would be like I'm not using condoms I'm not I'm not I'm not he had never had sex before me so how did he know (laughs) that he couldn't like condoms because it's like this conversation that they're having that like condoms are shit I feel like it has I feel like as you get older it grows up more though because like as I said before, like I went off the pill around this time last year and ever since then I've been using condoms and like before that Michael and I hadn't used condoms because we had actually both been tested right before we met each other. So we were both like, we're grand, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so which I would, you know, encourage people to do if you want to have, if you're with the girl especially is on like the bar or the pill and you want to have unprotected sex with your boyfriend, you know, both get tested. Let's get yeah, checked. Yeah, then you can enjoy One it. One of our sponsors, they're not our sponsor anymore, but like, you know, they did an ad with us, but let's get checked are a really easy way, cheaper, blah, blah, blah. And then you can engage in gorgeous, like, unprotected exactly. sex or like, exactly. with knowing that you're fine. But, okay, if so this, but this girl's only. thing, moving on from that, I think we've both like, we, we've spoken about the whole thing of like, yeah, you should be fucking mad that he lied to you. You'd be lie, you'd be mad if he lied to you that he went to his friend's house when he went to a girl's house or he went to mm. somewhere without seeing you. Lying in general is shit, especially lying about your sexual health and putting, as you said, Lindsay, your sexual health in his hands. Yeah. That's fucked. But then in that same thought, you really do have to put your own sexual health in your own mm-hmm. hands even with a boyfriend like you just said like you know you've been with Michael for a long time but we spoke in the last podcast about polyamorous relationships yeah. we were saying you know you could be in an open relationship without even knowing you could <laughs> yeah. be in a relationship where you think there's plenty of couples yeah. who are cheating on their partners so fair enough you might be like oh no he's grand and I'm grand and we're both only having sex with each other. At the end of the day your sexual health is in your own hands. Yeah. So And there's only a little bit of latex in between you being healthy and you being not healthy. Yeah. And honestly it's not like I mean it's really if you're good at sex condom sex is great. It's if you're just not good at sex then maybe yeah you just need that bareback but I hate that whole like I've been in the position so many times and <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> I was going to say, the position, which one? Yeah, but like, um, <laughs> downward doggy walkie. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a yoga pose? Yeah. <laughs> but like, I've been in the position so many times where it's just like, men are saying, oh, I really want to be close to you. I want to, mm. you know, just these kind of little, they'll get in your brain. And, and like I said, you're in the bedroom and it's a really quick decision where you mm. just, I mean, you, you want to get with them and stuff. I just would love if, like, condoms were cool. Like, remember that there's a 
photo of um, Naomi Campbell and she's wearing like that. It's like from the 90s, like the late 90s, I think. She's wearing like this sequin crop top and it just says use a condom. Mm. And she's walking in the runway. Like condoms are cool, but in sex, they're not cool. And yeah. in life, it's not cool. In sex, it's cool to be like, you know, I'm using yeah. one of these called air quotes. Yeah. Like it's cool for fellas to have bareback sex. Yeah. But, but it should be cool to wear a condom but because that, it's that's way I mean cooler to that. not have loads of STIs. Yeah. Like that conversation is what I feel like they're having. They were like, yeah, I fucking rode her bareback. I rode her bareback. Like we had no condom. We didn't fucking use a condom. She's grand. She's on the pill. And it's also like, you know, the pill is deadly. It stops you getting pregnant whatever. If you want to use it, use it. But remember, like you can be not getting pregnant and getting all the STIs and it's just, yeah. And stopping yourself from ever getting pregnant. Yeah. Or just stopping yourself from, like, not being on me- another medication for the rest of your life or whatever else, you know? It's like, like herpes, so genital warts. You get them once, it's with you forever. Yeah. You'll always And, have like, it. I mean, it's not shameful to have those things, no. but it. But you obviously. It's, it's something you don't want. And exactly. it is. It must be hard to live with. Like, yeah. I. It's very hard to live with, especially because you're probably looking back and being like. If I'd fucking only just protect myself. Exactly. And obviously nothing is 100%. But, but like, we do it with protect, colds. Yeah, exactly. If your friend, if, if you came over tonight with a cold and you were sneezing in my face, I'd be like, fuck off. Yeah, or you call in sick to work when you were dying yeah. of a flu because you don't want to infect everyone. Yeah, if you see someone, like, if I'm in a bus and I see someone sneezing, I hold my breath. Yeah. In my, like, Me too, I'm, I'm like, like oh, fuck off. I don't off. want that germ. But then you'll let some scaldy fucking meldy dick up you, like, on yeah. a Saturday night, no better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for so what then, reason? The second part of her question, apart from her being, should she be annoyed, is like, you know, we're going to close this up now. She says, mm-hmm. um, should I just go with the flow and chill out and just let him ride me bareback? You're kind of answering your own question. Literally. <laughs> like, should I just let we're, him? Like, yeah, yeah, you should, honey. You should. Like, and like, do you honestly not, think we're going to say we're that? We're not being like ourselves and giving out to you. Like, I actually responded to this girl personally, and I just thought this would be a good kind of topic. Topic for us all to talk about. Like, you should, with your health, like, stop thinking about it as sex. Think about it as your health. If a fella was coming over every goddamn night and he had some sort of insanely, like, contagious skin disease would you <laughs> yeah. be rubbing yourself just let him rub himself on you no you'd be like can you go to the doctor get that sorted out and then we can be rubbing ourselves Come and can on. you buy me a new couch because he's adding it like. literally like I mean I'm, I'm obviously I mean I hate to have to reiterate it constantly but I just know people some people may jump on us we're not saying that being that way or having these things is a shameful or bad thing but Everyone wants to be healthy, okay? Everyone Look, wants it's to not, not shameful, yeah. but no one wants to an STI. I'm no, sorry. I don't want the the flu next week. No, but I don't feel ashamed. Not, when I have like it. I mean, I mean, like we are saying and admitting that in the past we were crazy, and like I mean, we may as well be cra- like we, mm. we may again in the future be crazy and trip up like humans exactly. do. So we're, no, it's not like you know it's disgusting and gross to have them, but it's something that no one wants that exactly. you don't want. Like if. You don't want it. Yeah. And it's in your own hands. Mm-hmm. And it's not worth it. Like, this, I'm sorry, this dude doesn't respect you. 
Yeah. I think it's like that's Sometimes the, that's I don't the get biggest the, thing. The weight of it. Yeah. Because unfortunately it's the same kind of situation as like once it comes to knocking on your door mm. that like you know we can all be going around riding bareback having a great time until oh great there's a ward on my key and now I have that for the rest of my exactly. life. Exactly. And it's up, You don't it, want to it, get to that point to then goes, see it serious. And it goes beyond uh, STIs. Like you've said to this dude clearly you're like yeah I have the bar but I'm a very paranoid person about getting pregnant okay that's your fucking shit your thing and I've known loads of girls like it that they're just oh I just don't want to get pregnant and why would you in this country you can't get rid of it if you can it takes a lot of money a lot of time yeah it's massive stress so you know and in general if you don't want to be pregnant don't be pregnant you know bringing in a child into the world even if abortion is legal in your country is a big fucking responsibility don't do it unless you want to try and eradicate (laughs) all that catholic guilt yeah seriously so you know you've clearly said this to this dude and he's disrespecting it so what about next week when you say "Mm, you know like these are my other boundaries these are my boundaries with sex i don't like having rough sex and well he's rough with you or I don't like it when you come home at 4am and wake me up and he does it it's constant yeah. disrespect he's not and listening to you but he does he just he's he's hearing but he, he just does not respect yeah. and he wants to do his own thing he wants to ride your bareback he's gonna and that's the kind of relationship you're gonna be in I honestly from my past relationships have learned that the most important thing in a relationship, and I don't know why, I always had respect with my friendships, but never with my um, romantic relationships. It just, I did not get respected by the people Mm -hmm. that I was choosing to be in a relationship with. And looking back, I'm just like, I was always kind of trying to get them to respect me. Yeah. Like, I kind of can sense from, yeah, like I can sense from this email that maybe she's kind of, Try, like maybe if I just give in then he'll respect that I trust him you know it's like a whole backward mm-hmm. kind of thought process like he doesn't respect you mm-hmm. and the respect like I've said this before the respect you accept is the respect that you're going to deserve yeah. if you're just going to be like oh he kind of just lied to me and then fucked me and then gave me like whatever that's what you're going to then deserve if you're going to accept that then you know you're going to deserve what comes for you and that's mm-hmm. unfortunate because it's your own choice and not even deserve it you just you're going to get it like don't accept something and then expect to get something else but I mean like it is what like not what you deserve but you don't I like, know what you mean I know what you, you mean know, like I'm like when I was in a relationship that I wasn't being respected mm-hmm. and I was kind of being you know put down and stuff I was living it with it and accepting with it so then it became what I deserved yeah. because I wasn't fighting up against it or get it, it didn't, and I understand that I yeah mean, you can be like controlled and stuff like that but like but it's not even deserve it. it's like it's what you get it's what mm. ultimately will arrive on your doorstep is like yeah. you know and like you know at the end of the day like I mean in this conversation as well you can't change people so fuck him honestly fuck him fuck anyone if you're a man woman whoever like if you're a gay dude a straight dude if a girl is literally saying to you and you're a straight dude oh no we have to have unprotected sex no one has to have unprotected sex with fucking anyone and if that's their kind of if that's what they are expecting exactly. from you and you don't want it let them have it with someone else like yeah, you know you have to kind of stump, sometimes in romantic relationships you can kind of get really just clouded in like if you aren't connecting with that person on a level where they're mm-hmm. just like you know something as simple as I don't want to have unprotected sex and they're saying well I do if they can't respect your needs and desires yeah what's the point yeah where is that going to go from you're there? also not having good connected mutual sex to be honest because like 
the the basis for me anyway of good sex is like being on this like exact same page having this like level of comfort it's that continuous respect and like comfort comes from respect right so like say you like really rough sex say that's your shit you like rough rough sex the reason you're able to have this rough sex with your partner is because you know that they respect you enough not to push you beyond your kind of boundaries of what you like, right? So, like, say you like being, like, I don't know, choked. You can have your fella or your girlfriend choke you, but you know that they respect you enough that if you're like, no, 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 that's grand, they'll stop. That it's to your point of exactly. enjoyment. So, and it's the same, people need to like take away like the medical side of like protected sex with like a kink. Like your shit is having, and I'm not saying it's a kink, but like it should be the norm, but your shit is having protected sex. You have the bar and you want to use condoms. He should just go, okay. And I'm sorry, and anyone, I'm not just saying like he as in every man should. If you're in a lesbian relationship, like I know there's like, Girls who use dental dams when they're going down on girls. If your shit is like, I want, I don't want, like, if you got herpes to get that on my vagina, the girl, if they respect you, they should go, okay. That's. But also getting in on that, like, that's a beautiful thing to be talking about in the bedroom. I would adore if, you know, when people are like, you know, not taking the sexiness away from the procedure of riding and like, you know, but just kind of being like, it's a, it's a 30 second conversation Like you're in the throes of it And then oh here Where's a condom Oh pop it on Yeah It's not Done. this big ordeal Done. Yeah You know I know oh, I'd love to go back Oh I can't get it. You know it's like <sighs> You know it doesn't have It doesn't stop up it, Like I hear a lot of the times People speak about like It kind of really cuts through The fluidity of sex and stuff And it's this big kind of Crowbar yeah, in the middle it's, yeah. it's it's a condom It's a condom I mean you're queefing one minute There's a lot of crowbars In fucking sex yeah. There's shit going on <sighs> You're seeing his anal hair When he kind of is bending over position Like shit goes down So I'd prefer <laughs> yeah. For shit to go down That means that I'm not Going to have to live with it Exactly I mean you're like, putting on a, yeah, condom. a condom You're not reading out Someone's individual Statutory rights Come no. on and, it's, and you can make it sexy Like it's sexy Because yeah. you're both Like when you get the condom out And you're both saying Yes we want to have Protected sex It's a, like It's an agreement then mm. Between the two of you That you're d- both doing this yeah. It's like we are both like, Going to have sex Now we're getting the condom like, It's hot With it gals right Donald Trump says make America great again We're saying make condoms sexy again I think they're fucking hot They're hot Condoms it's, it's hot are watching sexy. the guy put them on their dick It's, it's hot. really hot watching a guy put it on You also get to use lube Hotter and There's loads of different types There's me, ads on yeah. line, like on TV As I always said The ones I'm, <laughs> One of my favourite snaps that we got Was like Something like Influenced by you She bought the brand of condoms I was talking about yeah, the skin But those ones. skin ones are unreal They've, I always um, I, I, I don't think I'm like allergic to latex But they always would break on me Regular latex mm. condoms um, And I got those skin ones They're non-latex But they're not like Sheep's liver or whatever the fuck it is Sheepskin But like um, They're just non-latex right And they feel amazing I know they're used a lot in porn Because porn people think they feel really great But they're just They're great condoms You get them in boots And it's hot to have Like females It's hot to have them by your bedside In a cute little ornamenty thing That you have I have have them in my Michael knows where mine are They're in my bedside locker It's like bish bash bosh We've got it down to the They're in your purse Like you know It's You can make it hot Mm Mm-hmm but be that hot bitch who has fucking condoms in her purse. That's but like, hot. It, but you have to own it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, 
I had the whole weird relationship with condoms where I was like, oh, yeah, I got totally kind of, just from, like, the way society, I think, viewed them and stuff. Me too. It kind of totally got in my head. I was like, oh, I don't want to, like, be walking around. Everyone will think I'm a fucking slut if I have condoms in my bag, but I'm just waiting. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. I need a condom because any minute I'm riding. Yeah. No. Drop the hat, right. Yeah, oh, I'm on the Lewis, riding a fella, I'm off. <laughs> Fling the condom. Like, it's like we were talking about the 14-year-old giving the BJ while yeah, the man's yeah, asleep. Yeah, 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 I'm sexing all yeah, the time. The minute someone looks at me, come yeah. on, we're waiting. We've got 15 minutes till this yeah. dart, let's ride. Hi, you don't have to have a condom in your... Pre- I do. A Fabulous, let's ride. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, you're one of those girls with a condom in the bus yeah. gonna ride you yeah she just rides the little trouble hat guys no it's just like, like make it hot like it's it's just I mean a lot of people a lot of young people today are dealing with anxiety depression a lot of people I know have not had an STI test and they're in their 30s mm-hmm. maybe that's where your anxiety is coming from knowing that there's so many STIs there out there that are undetectable and silent within your body. You could be having a really bad disease and you don't know and that it's affecting your brain. Would bring, like I thought I had it a couple of years ago and it, the anxiety <laughs> and we both thought we kind of, yeah. we just kind of got it in our head we were like there is a possibility because there was because we were having unprotected sex. And like it's just, it's so, it's so, it's so, it makes you so anxious because mm. at the end of the day in sex it's two people. Mm-hmm. But when you part, you're by your own. You're on your fucking mm-hmm. own. So if you have an STI, it's in your own body. And the body can be a really lonely thing. Yeah. So when your body is not working right, or if you're kind of getting a stomach pain, or like your fucking clunge is smelling rotten. A, or even you know, like, it's really lonely like, and kind of it's scary. It's like that when you've got like a bad back. Do you ever get that where you've got like a really yeah, bad and you're like, muscle. oh my God. And it's like, I remember like, even like, so, oh, actually, you'll be able to relate to this. When your fucking wisdom tooth is killing you. Mm-hmm. No, you just, there's this pain that no one else understands. They're like, are you all right? And you're like, I can't even look at you I'm I can't so talk pain. I can't concentrate I can't eat I can't sleep I can't concentrate I can't sp- even listening to someone speak is sore so like if something as bad as the normal as a tooth growing can throw your whole body off imagine mm. what something like a venereal disease can do like it's gonna throw your body off and you should be like to this girl like I'm sorry I I never like to be like dump him fuck him get rid of this dude He's not showing you respect. And like And it's just a downward it's spiral just, from there. And like if he's not showing you respect in the bedroom, I'm sorry. When it's just the two of you. And that's the most intimate that you're gonna be. Mm. They should at least like the very least they should do. Even my shittest fellas, they didn't show me respect through text, through dating. Very true. They yeah, always showed me te- respect through sex. Yeah, it was a mutual kind of conversation. Exactly. Part, you know, it was always a very much we're on the same playing field right here. We're like, if I said, and there were loads of guys, maybe some would, oh, I don't use kind of. They'd always use one in the end. Mm. And you should, and even if a guy, like when I was being very sexually irresponsible, if I was like, no, nah, it's Gary, you won't use a condom. If they said, no, I want it. I'd be like, okay, Grant, you yeah. want it. I'll yeah. use one. That is where the baseline for me in a relationship of respect should be in sex. Like if they're not respecting you in the bedroom, good God. Fair, good luck going to a gaff party with him. Yeah. Good luck trying to fucking... Have a conversation about the fucking rent with him. He's gonna tell you to go shag himself, or he's just an arsehole. I'm sorry, and like he needs to grow up, and maybe he will grow up and he will learn, and hopefully he fucking will. And unfortunately, in a lot of relationships, like if you respect, if you've already accepted it, 
So even if you try and change him, you've accepted it. It's very hard in relationships if you've respected a really mediocre version of themselves mm. for them to really kind of change themselves yeah. and kind of, okay, but, you know, I'm going to not be like that anymore. You've already accepted it. So I think your best case is to just leave that, possibly still be friends with them and maybe kind of counsel them over years of, like, in oh a God, friendship. No, no I mean, that. like, you can, no, I'm just saying, like, she obviously fucking likes the dude. She I'm not going to sit here and Don't be like... Don't counsel the dude over years over his next girls. Move on, in my no, opinion, I and get a so. new fucking fella. You're fucking 22. Why would you... No, she can fucking talk to the dude, like, for years and being like, I would, I've done that with guys. Like, where, like, I haven't been... I haven't accepted the way they've treated me, but, like, I don't want their my, like, good voice to die on them and just being like, oh, fuck off you. I'd prefer to still have, like, given them some advice over the years. Guys I, like these are going around and, like... Yeah, I mean, I they think... They need it, to be it's, told. It's individual. I couldn't have any patience. I just wouldn't want to be fucking counselling seven ex-boyfriends I don't counselling, as in, like, I'm not, like... A weekly session in no, a fucking library. But I'm just saying that, like, unless it's something you want to do, I just think, like, I just think for a woman to hear if she's she's clearly with this guy, it's intimidating to hear. Dump him, full stop. Bye. Well, dump him and deal with it how you want to deal with it. I just don't think like you have to be like this. Where we're fucking fighting like the next episode. It's all about. Yeah, literally. We literally. agree, disagree on Pass that. So much. we're gonna get the next question. Well, yeah. Okay. So our next one. So basically. We've 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 wrapped it up. We've wrapped it up. But uh, yeah, we've got, wrap it up. We've wrap got, it up. <laughs> wrap up your cocks, guys. We've got one more question for you guys. Okay, so thank you so much for that last question. Hope it was a good answer. Okay, this is the third question. Hey, gals, such a random question, but it's super embarrassing. I think you're all amazing, by the way, and I felt you'd have some really good advice. This is a pretty gas story. I'm 18. And was out with my gals one night. I met with this guy who was in our huge friend group and we started talking. Drinking led to one thing leading to another and we ended up in an alleyway fooling around. I know y'all aren't judging but I ended up getting my period all over his hands. It was so unbelievably embarrassing and I felt like such an intimate part of me was at the brink of being ridiculed. I had no clue I was due my period and I started apologising so much. I was on the brink of tears and he was so silent. After we all got cleaned up and he said, so I guess you owe me one now. Completely shook and so upset, I ended walking down the same alleyway again and paying him back. I know now I didn't owe him anything, but I felt weirdly obligated to make it up to him at the time. I know now he has he has told all of his friends, which are guys I'm surrounded by constantly. How do I deal with this? Do I just ignore? Do I contact him? Because I literally never want to talk to him again. Thanks, gals. Okay, so period sex. We're finally freaking talking about it. We're all doing it. So I will give my first fucking, not first, Jesus, but like I remember, okay, so Michael, my boyfriend, you all know, my first date with him, I had my period. And I had loads of experiences before that were lads. would have kind of different ways of approaching some guys who were like, we have to have sex with a condom on or... Some would be really dramatic and be like, I have to put a towel down on the bed. <laughs> uh, oh, well, while you're on your period. While you're on your period, yeah. So, and then I went back to my first day with Michael, wrote him, whatever. Um, and we went back to his gaff and I was kind of like, I've got my period. At this point, I was just like really open about it. 
I'm just like, I've got my period. It's like saying, you know, it's going to happen. It's, it's not rare that women have periods. <laughs> it's not that rare. Most women are going to be having periods once a Regularly, month or so. Yeah. And I was like, by the way, I've got my period. And I was grand and not ride, whatever. And he was like, grand. And he was the first guy that I got with that was like, it was like me saying, I've got a runny nose. Like, it was like me saying, like, I've got chip nail polish. Uh, is that all right? Mm. He was like, mm. yeah. It was just like, like, made absolutely zero difference. Now, I remember being 18, and I remember it being this big thing with my boyfriend. It was like, wear a condom, towel is down, <laughs> only one position. You can't, you, like, Ew. the guy has to be on top, otherwise the blood would fall out. He'd be bleeding everywhere. It was just like, this made this massive thing. And, guys, Lindsay, tell me if you disagree. I've never had period sex where it's like flooded the bed. I haven't. I I mean my friends have say have said that they have. Really? I don't get heavy flow. Neither do I. I'm not a super heavy girl. No, so I remember like I have with Jimmy when I first had sex with him, I was on my period. Well, I wasn't on it, but during that's when it decided to come. So um it was like that first mm. You know, drop. Yeah, which is your heaviest. Mm-hmm. Such a gross thing to <laughs> But it's not gross. It's, it's really not, not gross. gross. Well. But like, yeah, it was my first, um, you kind of poked the period mm. out basically and it was heavy. And it, like, but it wasn't like, there was a few kind of like marks on the bed, but it wasn't anything outrageous. Yeah. But I have heard like friends of mine who have said that they have had sex on their period and that like, or they've had sex and their period has come during sex. And it's been, they've used the term murder scene. See, so I don't know if it's yeah. different flows that yeah. maybe. But either way, whether or not it looks like a murder scene or looks like a kind of freaking Jackson Pollock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, most women, like we said, are going to be having their period once a month. If the guy's weird about it, it's really boring. It's the most boring fucking tale a dude can tell me is like oh you've got your period like get welcome to the fucking club of having sex with women who are fertile okay yeah. welcome to the club obviously some people don't have periods obviously some we're women we're talking about periods some though. women don't have periods we're talking about periods so we're talking okay. about the, we're talking about women who have periods so let's if, leave it back to the question okay so this wasn't sex this was an 18 year old oh he fingered her was it it seemed like that yeah, yeah. in an alley we've in all alley. been there Freaking drinking down by the back of the scouts den and then she goes down. Yeah. She goes down, it's hot AF. I get now, it. So she was really uncomfortable with the fact that A, it happened and that she wasn't aware. She Like, I mean, my period, like, so, you're not sometimes thinking about it and you're like, oh yeah, forgot, I'm due and it's here. and Or like, like my last period, I was literally, I can't remember how, it, I just, me and Michael were hanging out and I was feeling a bit like, oh god you know random period pains but mm. I was like I'm not having my period in two weeks I thought it was kind of like mm. pre-period pains went to the bathroom I was like what and I was like it has to be fake like it can literally come on you even early it can be sporadic it can be random especially when you're young it can be very unpredictable like, and mine yeah. is unpredictable now but like when you're younger mine's pretty predictable now but in the first few years of having it it's like your body's kind of getting used to maintaining yeah. just the monthly laden of your room and it's that's your what it hormones is. are balancing blah blah blah, yeah. blah blah so I mean so this guy had your period blood on his underneath his fingernails on his hands mm-hmm. 
and um, then he said that you owe me one. So in that term of him saying that, it seems like he was trying to say like, you know, you this was wrong. a letdown. Yeah, like, oh God, you owe me something because I was just touched your period blood. Ten times, or nine times out of ten, if I've ever gone near a guy's dick, I've freaking had your last little droplet of piss in my mouth. Mm. You don't owe me one, bro. I you also We're don't touching each other's genitals. Yeah. Hashtag, pardon the pun again, shit's gonna go down. <laughs> Literally, and like, if you're at the point of touching each other's fannies and white dicks and all the rest... There's going to be juices coming out every goddamn way. There's discharge. There's fucking pre-cum. There's cum. There's girl cum. There's wetness. There's dry period blood that yeah. has leaving a two week. Like, there's dry fucking discharge there. on your gee. Who the yeah. feck knows? Because I have ne- a weird bit of like sometimes cakey white chalky stuff. On it. Like <laughs> stuff is weird down there. Yeah. And when you are a consenting adult and you want to be having sex, it's part of the shit show. Yeah, you're not on fucking Pornhub or whatever right exactly. now. Exactly, we're these are actual, Yeah, these are real life genitals. Yeah, that these we are pissing shit out of real like, dicks, you know, real fannies, and like as part of going into sex, like you have to accept the farts, you have to accept the queefs, you have to accept the randomly someone the random sweaty arsehole. Yeah, like just I have literally pissed on men. By accident, because I've needed to pee and they've yeah, ride me and, and you, I piss in them. Yeah. I pretend I'm still, squirting. Still <laughs> yeah. Little tip there, honeys. But like, I mean, we're humans living in unapologetic bodies. Exactly. Like, yes, it would be lovely for us to never burp or fart or queef, but you do, because we're happens. in bodies that do that. Exactly. And sometimes it slips and sometimes it falls out and hopefully you're with a partner who can be like, haha, gas. Or Next. just ignore it. Exactly. Even just like pretend it like whatever. And whatever way you do when, it in your relationship. When I look back on my okay, so you're eighteen, I understand it's very young. I'm sure the guy that you've had sex with is over age as well. And, you know, when I was with the guy when back then he was probably a little bit older than me, but he hadn't had sex before, okay? So he was also kind of had this thing about like period sex and blah 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 and I understand that guys I'm not like being like yeah it's grand they don't understand but like it probably is kind of hard to understand something that doesn't go on in your own body like it's hard for men to understand like what mm. periods are when they don't and it is have blood, a period which is it looks if like you're not yeah. Having, yeah it is freaky it like, is and, and like the, there's also this like whole kind of thing and the you know whatever periods are like this crazy thing I think it's getting less stigmatised or whatever like, it know. is but it is still like even on like say for example always ads they're not showing the actual mm. period like that's all hidden in advertising it's always blue yeah exactly yeah it's always blue that's so true and also it's it's never you know you're just you're never seeing a woman put up a tampon in yeah. the ads. It's always just like a woman running or playing badminton. Yeah, it's always skirted around. Like when I, I think I said it in an episode before, when I asked my mum the first time what panty liners were for, she told me it was to keep <laughs> gas storing mum. She was like, oh, just sometimes, uh, I know, I do think I was really young and she was just like probably not arsed fucking explaining mm. it to me because my mum was really open. She was like, ah, just sometimes you need to pee and you don't have tissue to wipe your... Vagina, so you just keep a panty layer oh, in your mouth. I remember Claire Balding told this hilarious story as well, where she she told me the story. I cracked up. She was like, when she was about ten or something, she kept on because she clearly wasn't wiping properly. She was getting uh, skid marks in her little ten year old and her mom was saying, "Claire, can you just stop to make sure you're wiping properly?" Fuck off! And then one day she walked into her mom in the shower, 
and her mum had clearly been on her period and on the floor with her pants with the pad and she was like <gasps> why the fuck is my mum allowed out she thought it was shit and of course she doesn't skid mark she has a nice pad there to hold like <laughs> it is mental like I mean Rilo has seen me like he's walked in while I'm literally sticking a pad down onto my yeah. spanks and he's like oh why are you putting Luna's nappy down on your pants and she's like go away give me a mat like it is weird it's yeah it is strange that women shed a lining yeah of, like a monthly useless laden of our rooms that we just But shed. I think that's so good that you say to Rilo normally because I remember finding out that this was going to happen to me and I would have preferred to just always know it was going to happen because when my mum told me she was like oh okay so by the way once a month now that you're older you're going to have freaking blood coming out like I was freaked it freaked it's really me weird. out I was literally thinking like and then when before you get your period there's the whole build up where everyone's like oh and by the way it's not just period it's cramps it's this your mood's gonna be going crazy it was literally like being told okay now you're gonna be a psychopath who's shedding blood once a month for the rest of your life I was freaked and there's all I remember seeing a meme a while ago that said like you can't trust women you can't trust someone who bleeds for a few days and doesn't die (laughs) Like there's all this just like stigma around like periods are Bullshit. not only gross but mm. they are yeah they're yeah and basically like what we're trying to say is like if you've got a man and whether he's eighteen or twenty bleeding eight years old mm-hmm. if you've got a man who cannot hack the fact that your body is going to be doing this because no matter what girl he's riding pretty much they're all going to be doing it the, yeah. so if he can't hack that he is not even worthy to be shoving his fingers up your bleeding ghee and getting the period blood on his goddamn fingers in the first place. He should be loving that. He should be waking up the next morning and seeing it underneath his fingernails and being like, oh, I love her. And it's actually been proven. I remember reading loads of stats and fucking studies and shit a while ago. Men are genuinely like just like hormonals and stuff and pheromones more attracted to women when they're having their period. I mean, it's not... I remember me and my friend Leanne always had this thing. We'd be out for the ride. We were in college. Dying for the ride. Literally dying. We'd be like, we're out. We're looking unreal. We're fucking wearing nothing. We look amazing. <laughs> Fellas, don't look at you. When the minute, mm. One night I would get my period. I'd go out looking kind of rot- bloated. Pretty rotten. Wearing something baggy maybe. Bloated. I would be having men. All, and I would always get the ride. Dare I say it's the scent. I but adore it is. It's the, the pheromones. scent of it's, my own period. It's the pheromones and it's been proven. Men are attracted when women... Because, of course, they're... they're it's it's like, the feminine it's scent. Like, but it's like, also like saying, I'm fertile. I'm able, like, if you look at the root of the root, when people, like, human nature is driven by reproduction. Like, that's mm-hmm. every mammal ever. A woman having her period is like, I can have babies. <laughs> like, yeah. They, mm. It's not that they want to have babies, it's just in that, like, they're like. It's just like this <laughs> sexual kind of. Like, yeah. But, the, it, like, I mean, this, like, period, I adore the smell of it. And, like, yeah. that's there for a reason. It's like when you have a baby and the smell of their head is absolutely divine. Exactly. Because it's to bond you. So yeah. it's to kind of, like, the scent is there for a reason to kind of, you know, entice men into, like, having this feminine scent yeah. around you. Or even, like, like, men, I love when men have that musky kind of body smell. Like, yeah, if they haven't showered for two yeah. days and they've been, like, in bed for yeah. two days. Yeah, like, oh, Michael, because so Michael good. doesn't really wear deodorant and, like, sometimes even, like, after we have sex, I can, like, smell him and it's, like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's I, I know I shouldn't love the smell, but it's, like, it's so earthy it's like you, yeah. and, like, mm. natural. It's just gorgeous. And 
that's what that is. It's the same thing. So like he probably came onto it, not only, but yeah. he was probably in some way attracted to this fact that your body was producing all these hormones and pheromones and for him to say, you owe me one. You owe me one, bitch. You owe me more orgasms. You were blessed with my freaking period blood in your fingernails. Yes. Literally. Yeah, you were blessed with that feed experience. a plant. Literally. And a child. So, but getting back to the question where she's kind of saying, like, I mean, he basically is shaming her by, mm. she said that he told, like, she's, she's aware that all his friends know and stuff. That to me is kind of like, I mean, it, go, it I'm goes. I'm taking off my belt on the side. <laughs> It goes beyond the whole, like, period thing. That's, like, another level of, like, dickish young lads. He's feeling insecure of the fact he didn't know how to deal. This is, this is my interpretation of it, obviously. He didn't know how to deal with the fact that he got his fucking, your fucking period blood in his fingers. And he's freaking out and it's, oh, I don't know. And then he's like, fuck, what if she tells her friends? They're going to tell Jono, oh, no, fuck her. Like, she got my period blood all over her fucking fingers. I mean, if anyone is trying to shame you about something that happens naturally, they, they're they not woke, bitch. They're not fucking of this world. They're not... It's like someone trying to shame you for farting. What frustrates me, though, I remember this in school really vividly. It's like, I remember, girl, like, say, if in fourth year, when we mm. kind of were getting those, like, your cool friends that you're actually connecting with. And, like, we'd be, like, dossing around with a couple of guys, a couple of girls... Guys would be openly talking about wanking. Mm. How much do you wank? I wank all the time. Seven times a day, bitch. Like, yeah, and you'd never, a woman, a girl in school would never be open about talking about their period or fucking masturbating or who mm-hmm. they, like, just never being open with themselves. And I always felt really squashed as a gal in mm-hmm. school, being surrounded by men who were basically, like, in one breath just being like I wank I wanked over me nan you know just mental shit <laughs> yeah. and then in the second sentence eh fucking rotten mm. she has a fucking period and you touched her mm. it's like okay so there's this this massive divide and a massive unfair like exploration of her own sexuality and her own kind of human desires like women cannot not have periods yeah if you're having your period regularly <laughs> You're going to be having your period until you go to menopause. And a man cannot stop his desire from wanting to wank 17 times a day. But then they congratulate themselves for that. But they will reject our own natural... Yeah, I mean... And that's just so frustrating It's all about sexual shame in general. It's not even about... I just feel like it's not even about like a male and female thing. Like there's so many things... Men don't have their periods though. No, but they don't. But there's also those shit that men love to do but they won't be bragging about. Like some men love a freaking finger up the arse so they've got a prostate gland that women don't have and they will never... Very few men will like admit that they're really into that it's all about this like it's just the kind of like as you're saying it's like this whole like conversation that's going around that like dudes can wank women like dudes wanking is seen as a macho thing women wanking is seen as like a sexual like I'm seen like, as a desperate oh, yeah. thing ah uh, not always I think like sometimes women it can be if a but, woman was going around a club night for example being like I fucking fingered myself seven times last night 
She looked like Jasper. I don't think so. I, I think I, I think it could either be Jasper or women or men. No, I'm not saying she is Jasper. I'm saying that that's maybe how she will be viewed. I think she'd be also either viewed as what you're saying. I think I don't think she'd be viewed as Jasper. I think she'd be viewed as like a sexual porn star where they're like, yeah, she's a fucking finger on herself all fucking day. I've never seen a girl talk about having her like exactly a, from someone who's been someone talking about openly masturbating. I've never been some person being like you're desperate. I've always been more objectified and viewed as this like sexual freak I've never I'm just saying if if women spoke about fingering themselves in the exact same way way that men speak about them wanking not like you know it's not like a woman being like oh like if like because the way that I've heard men speaking about wanking they literally it's not it's not even a sexual thing so go for we can do three in the showers one on me break on you know like but that's what I'm saying. I agree. If a woman was like, yeah, I don't think they're viewed as desperate. I think they're viewed as like sex objects. But I've never heard a woman speak like that. I have, and I have spoken like that. And people view me as a sex object more so. I don't of- think I've never heard you speak about it. I mean, in the in the exact way that male men would speak about it. Yeah, I just would disagree. That they're being seen as desperate. I think they would more so be like, yeah, she's a fucking slag. Like she'd be fucking fingering herself all day. I feel like that. I feel like it's kind of. Like, women, I think it's kind of rooted that women should be having sex only with men, not for herself. Like, that it's kind of a woman having sex is, it's that that age-old thing of, like, that women don't really enjoy sex, that we're doing it for the men. So if a woman is fingering herself, where is the man? Oh, she's desperate. You know the way? That's where I'm seeing that, where that comes yeah, from. Yeah, I just have never seen that in real life. I've just never seen many women going around saying that they've been fingering themselves. Then how but you girls, Huh? Then how do you know if they're going to be seen as desperate? I'm thinking because that no, I've never seen them saying it in the man's view. But if I've ever heard of women of men talking about like a woman who would do it, it would be that kind of outlook. But yeah, I've never seen a woman going around talking I, the same way. But that's what I mean. When I see men talking about it, it's more in a sexual way. It's more like, oh yeah, she fucking fingers herself. It's more like <laughs> I'd always see that they're included. There was like she was fingering herself in front of me. I get what you mean. But I just, I, I don't know, I'm kind of over the whole, like, fucking way of talking about, like, men's sexuality and female sexuality, and they were so different, and, like, everything's different. I just feel like it's not. It's I like, don't think we're different, but I think that in it is different in, like, the way that it is right now, it is different. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we both, we're, like, men and women are clearly sexual beings, and mm-hmm. equally so. But I don't think that that reflects in society. I think it... I don't know. I've I I'm, I can only go on my own experience, and I've never felt a huge disparity in the way that I'm. I'm a very openly sexual person. I always have been since I started having sex, mm. and especially since I've been single. And apart from the odd wanker who might like randomly slut shame me, who's like, also you're a fucking peasant and you're not having sex. Clearly, if you're like walking around slut shaming women with you, great. You're not having anyone riding you. Other than that, I've personally, and I'm not saying it doesn't exist, I've never had this like massive disparity between like the way I'm viewed having sex and the way a man is viewed having sex. I've just How never are, experienced it. Are you it. serious? But like, Have you not, say sesh gals, say the gal who's like the, on the Dublin scene. I'm saying myself, I'm not a sesh gal, so I've never, I'm just saying I'm not saying, I'm saying viewing, I'm not saying from my own thing, I'm saying like from viewing of how like social norms are spoken of and stuff. I'm not saying like your own personal experience. Yeah, but what I said is that I'm only talking about it in my own personal experience. But I'm talking about like, you know, what you're kind of seeing, like being observing from 
just yeah I think women's sexuality is something that is not widely accepted but I think it's getting more accepted I think like there is a general kind of like talk that women are still being these like insanely oppressed sexual no woman can be openly sexual there's loads of openly women sexual women right now I know loads of them loads of my friends are openly sexual and loads of them aren't being oppressed by men Obviously, there are idiots out there who have, like, stupid views on sexuality and want Mm. women to be, like, barefoot pregnant in the fucking kitchen. They're idiots and they're, like, not progressive in society. But, like, I think in general, women's sexual liberation is quite hot at the moment. If you look at the media, there is all this shit about women having, like, open sex and being openly sexual. And that's brilliant. Dadly, keep it that way. But mm. they, on the dichotomy, they have this thing of, like, women... They, there's loads of stories in the media of women being openly sexual and, like, Jezebel articles are all about women having sex and having other sex. Deadly, brilliant, keep it going. But then also they, they want to have this other kind of narrative in the media where it's like, women are being slut-shamed constantly and no woman can have sex inside a marriage. It's like, make your mind up. I'm not, saying, I'm not really speaking from internet terms. I'm more speaking about from... But that's... Just like... Social media as well, you know? Yeah, no, I'm just speaking about from, like, my own society, like, my own Dublin and what I kind of... How I hear, like, people that I would know and acquaintances that, that I would know speak about. Mm. Like, the the norm conversation that's going on on the streets. Do you know what I mean? Rather than online. But I'm just talking about... But anyway, we're like, we're going... We are, we've gone on. But what I'm saying is like, in Dublin, like, I think there's loads of women out there owning their sexuality. No, there is. sexuality and not being completely shamed for it. There is. But I think in... But I think there is. But they are women who are owning it. There's other women who are doing the things, but just not owning it. And sometimes they're the women who are kind of subjected to being vilified for their way if they yeah. don't like there's women who are like of course completely aware of what they're doing and aware of how they can fight back with it mm-hmm. but then there's other women who are like we answered the question last week where she was like oh my goodness you know I can't stop cheating on guys so I don't feel like monogamy is good for me like if she wasn't clued like if she was doing that without being aware then that's I think when you know vilifying can come in in general in life obviously men do get away with being really sexually liberal more I get that but I think that it's come a long way for women. And it has, but there's still a long way to go. I mean, there is a long way to go, but like, who are you hanging out with? I, I know, but it's not just about who you hang out with. Like, I mean, yes, I would obviously surround myself with people who are not fucking cunts. But yeah, but like, I've, like, there's loads, like, pretty much all my guys It doesn't mean friends. they don't exist, though. No, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying that, like, choose who you're having sex with wisely. Like, I've had sex with loads of guys who have such me. Yeah, never will I go back there again. All my dude friends right now are having sex with loads of women. They're not slut Okay, well, women. bringing it back to the question. This is an 18-year-old girl. And unfortunately, like, that age is a really impressionable age. Totally. Which is really frustrating for if you're getting treated badly at that age. Mm. Sometimes it can imprint and infringe on, like, the, you know, the way that you see the norm. Mm-hmm. So, basically, what we're trying to say to you, girl... Is that it's totally, it's not normal for him to be making a show out of your period, not and at all. you didn't owe him a fucking blowjob. Yeah. And like what you that, owed him nothing. Like that's I mean, what I'm trying to say as well. Is like 
choose who you're getting with and obviously like we all learn from our mistakes okay we've I've got with loads of dudes who have slut shamed me I've got with loads of dudes who've made me feel like shit about whatever the fuck it is they're shit people a guy who like says you owe him something because you have your period on his fingers he's a shit person but it's the same like if it wasn't the period say if you randomly orgasm via that finger and then exactly. if you're gonna say like oh well you owe me an orgasm so yeah. it's this it's some weird kind it's a of bribery like, it's like an emotional sexual bribery and that's Fuck just that. not fun because it's not it's, cute at all. like if you're gonna be you know if he wanted to finger you and like you got you did that from you know you were kissing or whatever and then it led to that that's his choice and you accepted that and it was like consensual but you don't owe him mm-hmm. you didn't you know it's not like this unwritten rule that okay he fingered me now I have to wank him yeah off. yeah well I mean I think sexually sexuality in general no one ever owes anyone anything like you know if me and Michael are having sex and he makes me come he doesn't think that I owe him an orgasm yeah it's not a bribery but thing. annoyingly it do it can happen in the bedroom um with stuff like that like if uh if it, someone is calm and then the next they're like oh I didn't come last night. Is that? It's like you. It can fucking come again, yeah. bitch. Do you know the way? It can happen, but like you shouldn't hold it over someone's head. Is what I'm saying. And like, no, I mean it can happen, but it's not acceptable. Basically. Exactly. You can't bribe people over sexual experiences. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's mm. happening. Yeah. It's alive and well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, yeah. Dublin bedrooms. This in every happening. bedroom, every yeah. fucking goddamn bedroom out there, and like. The thing but is, it's not acceptable. Exactly. That's what we're trying to say. Exactly. And like the thing is, it's like if this dude is saying like, you owe me one because I had period on your hand. It's like, then what fucking next, bitch? I spill your can, I have to fucking wank you. Yeah, like fucker that will insist on fucking coming in your face. Yes. What do you owe me then? Fucking Mac concealer? It's also the fucking dude who like, like in our last question, who's like, no, I can't fucking wear a condom. What? So you make him wear a condom? You owe me one bareback sex. Yeah, you owe me a bareback because I fuck, or like, I'll wear a condom to like an STD check. He'll turn up with the fucking STD result printed on the sheet and give it to you. Be like, now we're having bareback sex, roll over. Like, fuck that. Fuck anyone. the same guy who will enforce anal. You know, there's all these kind of guys that is alive and well in bedrooms with these little things that are big things because they're not being spoken of. This is why we here. Mm. So thank like, you so much for your no, questions. Yeah, no one ever should be manipulated. Man, woman, gay, straight, whatever the fuck you are. No one should be manipulated into something that they're not comfortable with. It's, it's a consensual thing. If you are both engaging in something that you're both happy with, like, that's enough. But yeah. for him to say, you owe me... It's no. low-key a threat. It's kind of like, okay, no, if you get if you paid for my cans, yeah, I owe you that. I owe you three euro, but I don't yeah. owe you anything else. No, I don't owe you a blowjob. No, and as you said, if you don't want to see talk here from him ever again, don't, baby girl. If he talk, no. comes up and talks and to you. don't be worrying about the friends. If they're going to, like, be vilifying you for getting period, then they're going to be getting a girlfriend next month. Literally, and be period and all over your granny's bed. sodden tampon out and throw it in their face. Yeah, it in their fucking eye. Off. Okay, gals. We outie. We outie. I hope you enjoyed it. We love a good fight in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. It's just a thing now, though. <laughs> you want different opinions? We go and give you them. We give you them. Um, go and follow us on fucking, yeah. fucking Instagram. All that Instagram, Gmail, uh, Tumblr, Podcast with a Z. We gonna eat pizza. That is us. We're gonna talk to you later, guys, and we love you better chat. Get your chick like it's a chick girl Like boom, sick kombucha for your boom Kind of 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.